Hey, it's Ben here, and you're listening to the podcast version of Homebrew. If you want to watch the show live or on demand, you can catch us over at youtube.com forward slash homebrewquest. And if you're there, why not subscribe to the channel while you're at it? Thanks. Now, without further brew, let's crack into this episode. As famed Dungeon Masters Sum41 once said, when a player asked if they could roll for the impossible, I don't want to waste my time and set a high DC for your D20s. Rocks fall and you all die. You become a victim of DM infability. Back down. Hey, hey, hey. And welcome to Homebrew, the show where we avoid the crushing dullness of everyday life using our two favorite forms of escapism, alcohol and Dungeons and Dragons. If this is your first time watching, basically we play a game of homebrewed 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons. If that's your first time hearing those words, we don't don't have the time. But you'll pick it up. We sure did. Um, And yeah, we use the drinks. We use the kind of booze and non-alcoholic drinks we have at the table to sort of inspire the game. It's very much homebrewed in the session prep. And it's also homebrewed right here at the table when we decide to use the beers in front of us as inspiration. Speaking of, let's get introduced to the beers. Yeah, that's right. Not the players. They're not as important. <laughs> let's get introduced to the beers. Starting with uh, Paul. Paul, you always have something to look delightful. Oh, I just, I just actually, this is the one time that you cut me out because I only have uh, just Coke, like Kraken and Coke. I like, I still have like, these. Mm. I've actually refilled this because. Wicked is fizzy and it tastes disgusting when it's not. So, oh, I can't even imagine flat wicked. That must just be like I don't know, like one of those Mister Freeze melted. That's exactly what it <laughs> tastes like. And then, of course, I've refilled the cranberry and uh, good Cats and Morgans. Ah, so you got your health potions, your mana potions, and your Kraken all ready to go. The yellow belly just hanging out here. Yeah, I could use that in the game. I've, yeah, literally only reason I have this here is just so I could use it eventually in the game. <laughs> uh, who is next on my overlay? Uh, I actually jumped the overlay, I think. So let me, yeah. I'm in a weird new setup. I jumped over Wes. Wes what's we could say we're going anti clockwise. Um, oh, yeah. This week, I'm returning to, returning to my old classic Halls and Fentiman. Uh, delicious ginger nice. beer, ginger ale, ginger beer. I always forget which is which. Um, and similar to Paul's plan of having a beer that might save us, I'm also trying Invasion Tropical Pale Ale. Oh, that works. Cigar City. Yeah, you know it. Yeah, we've that's where you're gonna be a star. <laughs> See, that's I like the big cartoon cigar. Yeah, that got <laughs> me. Uh, and we also have uh, Good Behavior, which oh, also sounds quite nice. I think this one oh, is. Uh, it's got like tangerine or some shit in it. That's gonna be interesting. But yeah, them's my beers. Hey, beers, and you're here to drink them. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have Lucy. Yeah, I am drinking currently the boring hop house in that massive bottle. Um, and I have like the, uh, I was in Malloy's uh, off license in town the other day for the first time in ages. And I was like, wow, why didn't I go here every time you had home? There's so many great beers and weapons, etc. But I, <laughs> I just didn't like that. Let's go. And so I got like a chancer here and a sundown that seemed like vaguely spell related. And I don't know what yeah. they 
tastes like. So yeah. Do you do you go in and be like, hey, do you have any beers like Morning Star or Catapult or or Giant Fire? <laughs> Yeah, well, just I like, just calling them weapons. Like, where are your weapons? <laughs> where do you, where's your armory? <laughs> do you have that Excuse beer? me, fine merchant. <laughs> death, death to all my enemies. Do you have that beer? Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised knowing beer names that there is one like death to my enemies. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's probably so, like death from above or something. That'd be good. That's definitely yeah. a beer. It yeah. simply must be. Speaking of my enemies, Keelan, how you getting? <laughs> <laughs> The best oh, we're finally, we're finally uh, telling everyone about our uh, the fact that we're actually nemeses. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I figured it's bedtime. Um, I am drinking at the moment a white hag puka, but not the hibiscus. I'm drinking the pineapple lemon um, drink. Of course I am. Uh, delicious. And then uh, my in-game names aren't great, although I do like the idea of being able to cast Salty Kiss on someone, but I'm not really sure what that'll be yet. Which is a sour, a fruit sour, and then I have a high wire grapefruit as my backup. Again, high wire grapefruit. Maybe high wire will be a good term. You never know. Yeah, I mean, we can get inventive with this. I, I'm kind of similar. I mean, I've I've a few interesting ones, but the one I started with is from Wicklow Brewery, Kula Bula. Kula Bula. Uh, classic. So I just, I just we had like, a character called nice. Kula Bula, didn't we? Or did we? Did we? I think no, in one of the good. Either way, it's a great name. If we don't have it, we should use it. Mm. I have a so far so good session IPA, so that's uh, <laughs> that's good. And then a few other a few others I'll keep for you know t- t- general surprises and another. I only have a few here beside me. Um, but that is the beers. Let's get into the announcements. Wes, you usually help me out in this segment of the show. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I got you covered. Yeah, okay. Um, announcements are if you're watching this live, hello uh, below this video you'll see a subscribe button, a thumbs up button, you can click anything, anything, all of those things uh, if you're watching this not live, you can still do that but uh, that is hugely helpful um, we kind of depend on word of mouth as well, so if you liked this send it on to a friend, if you didn't like this send it on to an enemy um, if you don't like visual stuff we're also a podcast, you can find us on Spotify or iTunes, I believe, and anywhere anywhere where you get podcasts, you can find us. Um, it's still catching up with the live show, but that's the fun of it. Um, I think we're on episode 24 on the podcast, am I mistaken? My way off? Maybe. I know that there's only one left in the queue. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There are an amount to get through. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, third announcement, uh, it is still... Wild Magic May. Uh, if you're not oh, yeah. familiar with Wild Magic May, it's a really cool initiative that uh, our good DM Ben and um, uh, excuse me, uh, Will Wilbo. I don't know. I just know Wilboverse. What's his actual name? Will uh, Wilbo Baggins. Uh, is, but his is... human person name. <laughs> I, I'm not going to dox Wilbo on the internet. Okay. Ben <laughs> and Wilbo Baggins, uh, an initiative they've kind of put together where uh, you, for the month of May, you roll on a Wild Magic table. Uh, and it's got all kinds of uh, kindness that you can perform on someone. Uh, you can find the links on our Twitter, on Ben's Twitter, my Twitter. Any, it's all on Twitter. And uh, just to give you an example, it's like a one to a hundred. You choose one thing. It, uh, you roll every day and do one of those things to give you an example. One of the ones I liked. What like some of them? They range from like simple, quick things to kind of like bigger things. But there's stuff like you're inspiring, leaving a voice note for a friend and give them bardic inspiration for the day ahead. That's if you get a 75 or a 76. And it's it's stuff like that. So it's a really cool initiative. 
you know, that you don't one, have to do it if you don't um, want to. But it's, to give you a little it's really uh, writer's insight, was inspired by Lucy because myself and Lucy leave each other voice notes all the time, and it's usually like a nice way to brighten the day. So, um, it was like this is nice. It is and. Uh, and so this is obviously you're doing like a positive version of that. That's cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I just got just a, for, to change things up. I just got fifty one, which is a double ganger appears. Quick, ask your D and D group to say something nice about each other. There you go. <laughs> oh, um, nice. Can I just just real quick, but we have to pause the entire episode. Uh, Paul, can you say that word again? A what appears? A double yeah. ganger. A double ganger. My God, it's a double. It's fluent in German. Is okay. it written doppelganger? No, it's written it's doppelganger. doppelganger. Oh, it is written doppelganger. Okay, yeah. well, lay off them. It's kindness. It's what kindness yeah. or yeah, magic it, There is nothing on that table about being nice to Paul. You <laughs> specifically have admitted that. It is. It just said for Dean Group to be nice to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So say well, nice stuff enough. to each other, and I just can't. Yeah. Do what they say. Don't do what we do. That's yeah. the, that's anyway, the end, end of announcements. I am done with announcements now. You may continue with your lives. I also just find this other bear called Certain Death Ale. There you go. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Nice. <laughs> Maybe a certain a certain bugbear will fall to those. Yeah, those well, a surprise. I my life episode last episode. I should be nice to him. <laughs> Not going to do that <laughs> anymore. on Paul some more. <laughs> let's let's get into our fantasy world where we can we can uh, role play being nice to one another. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are all awesome. Are we ready to play? Are we feeling good, Paul? Specifically, how are you? Your confidence got a knock there. So. Oh, it's. I hope this fight goes well. <laughs> I need yeah, this win. Okay. There's always a spot in the dirty bitch boys for you if these guys <laughs> take a tumble. <laughs> All right, now without further brew, pull up a chair, grab yourself a drink as we dive into a world where anything is possible, but not always probable. Welcome back to the realm of Hibernia. And don't worry if any of you are panicking, being like, was I meant to do the recap? Because we're not doing one this week. We are mid-action and I'm jumping straight in. But before we do that, let's roll some HP. We leveled up. Well, you leveled up. I, I'm, I'm always level 20. That's how TMs work. Um, everyone got their HP dices ready? I'm going to follow the overlay this time. Uh, so, starting with our bugbear fighter, tell us a little bit what you're what you're taking and what you're rolling and and who you are. Uh, I will be returning to taking another layer and layer level in barbarian. So, I think I'll probably leave the two le- three levels in fighter. I have so it will be eight barbarian and two fighter, which means I get to roll the d12s again. Ooh, and it's not dog shit for the first time in a long time. And we just pull up my modifier. I rolled a nine, plus my constitution is two, so 11 health. Not bad, unlike every other health roll I've made. Great. <laughs> and Randir, this is the first time you've leveled up on stream, so yeah. let's get to it. So uh, I have to roll the... Oh, so yeah, I'm taking... The only thing I get this uh, time is I get two new infusions. Um, so I have decided to take, go to the, I decided to take, um, spell fueling ring, which is, uh, while wearing this ring, the creature can recover one expanded spell slot, third level or, um, I can get one spell slot back. Um, and an armor of magical strength, which allows me to bend a charge and add my intelligence modifier to my strength or a strength check 
or strength save. Then I roll a d8. Nice. For my health. And I got a altogether. I got a six. So okay. Seven. Twenty-eight altogether is my health. You have more nice. health than me. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, it's a new tank in town. Watch your back. <laughs> All right, next up, going through this because we want to get into the action. Ignatius O'Fla, rocking up to the level up uh, chamber. You come out all leveled up. What's happening? Can you tell with my flourish that I maybe slightly improved my performance? Oh, ever so slightly, even more than it really is. And also perception, because I feel like, uh, you know, that can only help things. And I have taken Big B's hand and a shadow blade, and I'm rolling my hit dice now. I rolled it before, and it was a five, but then I realized maybe it had more flourish to roll on stream. It's a two. Hmm? Yeah, and it serves it right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's a super cut out there of you rolling off screen and me going we do this every time I know. on the show <laughs> so I, I don't I, feel bad about that I'm sticking right so, I, so that's it right? I don't add anything to that it's just a 2 right uh, 2 yeah. plus your constitution modifier oh which is plus 2 Probably. yeah okay. 2 plus 2 excellent yeah. I'm 64, 64 hit points wow nice I mean I'm and... Made an error at some point, so yeah. <laughs> no, we, we we went over this recently, I think, and we 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 generally checked it out. And you have you've got quite consistent rolls, and that basically, if you just took the average every time, you're only you're just a little bit above where the average would be. Unlike Wes, who has dog shit rolls, this mm -hmm. like should be like twice as strong. <laughs> but, yeah. It's the game. It's the game. And finally, Huck. Yes, I, um, I got a new cantrip which was the last thing I realized that I got. There aren't really any massive amount of cantrips that I wanted, so I got message. Seems like Huck being able to whisper into people's brains can only be fun, whether or not it's functionally useful. Uh, certainly, I don't intend to be that useful with it. <laughs> <laughs> I just talk into, talk into Arlington's mind. You know, he needs another, he needs another voice in there. Um, <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> you want to play Jack? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whisper to everyone while they're asleep if they want to come out and play games. Um, I got that. Crush on anyone? And then um, an extra fifth level spell, and I rejigged my spells, or uh, one spell. So I no longer have Chromatic Orb, which I'm very sad about because I thought I'd probably keep that forever, but I've replaced it with Blight. So now I have Blight, <laughs> which is very on brand. Hook's uh, gone dark. He's gone dark this term. He's, he's, mm -hmm. you know, he's got Blight, uh, which is necrotic damage, and Synaptic Synapse, which makes people um, sillier, let's say. Certainly stupider. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then I'm rolling a d6, so... Ho-ho! Six! <laughs> yes. So Nice. Uh, six plus two, that's an extra eight, and I was on 48, puts me on 56. I'm I'm healthier than someone. <laughs> the glass cannon. Oh, yeah, more person in the party. What is what is your health? Seventy six. Oh, oh, that's not. Too in fairness, bad. when I rage, I take half damage, but still. Mm -hmm. 
That's not too bad, I guess. Like my constitution is. It's not. It's not great for the frontline tank. Uh, yeah, that is true. <laughs> yeah, but you got me. I'm gonna heal you a lot. Now I do. I'm using use a fucking human shield. You've got like <laughs> seventy magical items on you. That's true. Yeah. Though I can make your magical item better. I'm gonna wear you like a magical glove and just charge into battle. Not a glove, a shield. A glove is very intimate. Yeah. Is Rander just the Infinity Gauntlet now that you can attune to? Yeah. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. All right, let's play some D and D, people. Um, oh, I didn't go over my skills, by the way. Real quick, I took the skill expert feat, so I get acrobatics, athletics, and strength score boosted. That's it. Nice. Cool. Good at flips. <laughs> Very, it's very similar to Blight, you know? Uh, it's almost the same. Yeah. <laughs> the... Sorry to put across you, Ben. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, not at all. Uh, it is good to know. I was going to rip into... I was like, well, you can see it further again, but no, it's... it's uh, we, we were literally in Wild further. Magic Make Kind of Search. <laughs> I was debating taking the... Not actor. There's one... One that lets you read lips. I was like, if I could read lips from a, like a mile away, that'd be incredible. I was like, that would be incredible in extremely niche situations. It will be useful all of once and never again. So yeah, and I'd be I'd be the type of DM who'd be like, you walk, you're on, you're approaching a ten and see guards up ahead, guards with suspiciously small lips, like unnaturally small, <laughs> genetically small lips. Bring like this. <laughs> yeah, it'd be way too niche. Whereas this way, I get to do better backflips, baby. <laughs> Right. Let me set the scene. That's my job. I don't level up. I merely uh, explain the world. I'm, I'm merely ego of this planet and realm. <laughs> a cold wind cuts through the gardens of the clockwork tangerine. And in the center, we see Lavog, a hobgoblin, hexblade warlock and leader of the gang known as the Dirty Bitch Boys. He's facing off against our very own Arlington the Bookbear. A ring of fire surrounds them both, and beyond the flames, our party and some bandits are witnessing this clash. You all see Arlington ever so slightly levitating off the ground, and at the very edge of his form, a sort of radiant glow. His long hair is lifted up slightly, held aloft as if by magical energy, and as he slowly descends, feet touching onto the ground, this cold air whips around him and pushes outwards. The flames go out. Lavo braces himself and <laughs> skids backwards ever so slightly. Rua, the Archfey, who has been assisting Lavo and generally helping him in this battle as his patron, shields her eyes from this radiant light. She seems almost physically repelled, as if being in the very presence of the Ard Re, High King of Hibernia, causes her some harm. She grimaces and <laughs> disappears. The bandits all give you a wary look as they reach for their weapons. Arlington, you test the balance of your axe in your cold fury, tossing it up, it spins, and you catch it one-handed. Almost in choreographed unison, hook, you leap off your puka feet and backflip, finger guns at the ready. Iggy, you turn to one of the bandits and wink, becoming invisible. And Randir, you step forward with your staff of absorption, placed it firmly on the ground. Do you remember what you said? Uh, time, gentlemen. <laughs> Let's roll some initiative. Nice. Or, or well, I also have the initiative from last time, so we can just like jump straight in if we want. If it's if it's quicker and easier, and we just want to get to the battle, I'm happy to go from I mean, where we were. Mind. You just how do you people feel? Where we were. I'm gonna roll because it's fun. Yes. Go. Cool. Uh, I shouldn't no. have done it. Yeah. I rolled a one. <laughs> I got an eighteen. <laughs> you get to re-roll ones. Uh, I don't think on initiative. Do I? Any ones? D twenty. Yeah, initiative is an ability check. So. 
you, you very much do. I'm going to roll for these guys. Cool. Yeah. Ooh, I get Ten. A nine. Nice, nice, nice. Nice. Um, I got like a nine last time, and I got an 18 this time. Happy I rolled. I got 13. Very happy. 18. I'm just doing this on the fly, so don't mind me. Yeah, the uh, important part of my notes from the last session, I have in capital letters, Iggy is invisible. <laughs> so I'm glad we did a recap of that. I'm like, that is important. Yeah, I didn't remember. Very much. Okay. I would have uh, picked an area. <laughs> I'd be like, bam, uh, Iggy died. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyone above a 20? Uh, 21. Oh, 21, nice. Uh, Arnton, did you roll or did you keep your uh, initiative from last time? Oh my god. Oh, we got you it. Oh. I'm here. Mm. here 22 for initiative for me. Nice. Thematically very nice. Uh, let me put these guys in order. Rander, you got an 18. Uh, and Hook, you got a 10. 13. Sorry, I didn't add. I rolled a 10. 13. Gotcha. Uh, which puts them there. Nice, 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 nice. All right. Arlington, you are top of the round. And Iggy, you are after that. Okay. Uh, what would you like to do, or is there any information you need from me? Um, are, how far away is, like, distance-wise, what's, is that, sorry, better question. Is the barrier that was around myself and Law of Oaks fight, has that dropped with, uh, with Rua leaving? And are yes, they... that was actually, that was Hook, I think. It was my barrier. Oh, sorry, yes. Yeah. Forget about that, sorry. But it did. Your, the cool wind that blew through the gardens just <laughs> extinguished that. So. Okay. And uh, how's Lavo looking now? Like, as in, has Rua leaving, like, is it kind of like, you know, cumulative wounds, or is he looking okay? He's looking okay, but you do catch a little bit of a, like, a very quick side glance to where Rua was, and... um. It's hard for a red-skinned hobgoblin to flush, but you, you've seen your former leader in difficult situations before. You've seen him keep his cool, and his cool, his coolabula, if you will, is not as cool as it once was. I know exactly what you mean. Cool, <laughs> um, I'm just going to... Um, yeah, I'm going to start like striding towards him. Um, like chest out and just gonna you're just gonna keep the brawl as if it's still just the two of us mano a mano um, yeah I'm just gonna swing at him with the, with the Laris Galax nice make an attack um, I'm not gonna do this recklessly I think he's got a bit of poise um, so that's a plus to hit that's 20 28 to hit 28 does hit um, I should point out for clarification, your rage is still up. Um, oh, cool. So anything nice. that we had, so, so anything from the previous sort of a chapter of battle is still in existence. Cool. Uh, in the same sense, you are still uh, hexbladed the cursed deed. He's cool. still a hexbladed the cursed you. Still got a hex on me, baby. Um, oh, excuse me. Uh, I'll just roll the other attack now, I suppose. That's 16 plus 21. No, excuse me. Excuse me, 25. Maths is hard. 25. All right. On that second attack, you see that shadow armor just flash around him as he tries to dodge out of it. Uh, he does not. Both attacks hit. Ooh, okay. Cool. 
Very cool and worrying. Um, cool. Damage is yes. Max damage. Um, that's wait. Hang on, my modifier is not right there. That's not right. Five. Oh, plus my rage. That's I'm missing my rage. So plus eight. Excuse me. That is twenty damage on the first hit. Twenty slashing. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one is twelve. Nice. Um, and then if I have my bonus action, I'm going to use my bonus action to shove him with there, uh, with my shield, with Lobo's shield. So I'm just going to kind of like, like spin it like the uh, like horizontal slashes. So it's almost like a whirlwind. So it's going to go like slash, slash, and then backhand with the shield and like try and knock him flat on his ass. Mm-hmm. Um, and Is that opposed? Gonna... Sorry. Is that an opposed athletics? Uh, or... Yeah. So effectively, uh, uh, athletics or. I think he can use dexterity to try and get out of it if he wants. Mm-hmm. But it's a 22 on my side. Nice. Uh, just so I can set this up for Iggy, is that the end of your turn, so to speak? Yes, that will be the end of my turn. Nice. Iggy, you see Arlington with a level of straight back poise that you haven't seen, just kind of march forward. His axe just lands in his hand, and you see him just go whoop around once twice and then uh lobo got a critical fail and then (laughs) like full weight even axe brace just against the shield and it knocks him not only on his ass but he skids like as if it was wet mud but it's gravel you can tell that it's actually let's do some fucking damage for that let's just do a little bit okay nice Um, stop laughing guys and he (sighs) skids back uh, on the ground completely knocked prone um Okay, in that action a mental picture there to that like i think that arlington is really going to enjoy if i you know kind of depict this in cartoon form later and so i'm just really noticing like the glisten on the muscle and the sweat down the opponents and like this is this will be a good scene yeah, arlington's two favorite things like cartoons and people landing on their ass <laughs> i'm like and cartoons about people finding on their ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's the sunday papers yeah nice iggy it is your turn um Anything you need to know, because I appreciate that we're theatre of the mind, so this kind of layout of the garden mightn't be as clear as it is in your head as it is in mine. Two questions, well, um, or more. Um, also, just about invisibility. I know I have invisibility, but I've, very, I've cast it very rarely. Um, so I have used that on myself. Invisibility on yourself, as soon as you cast a spell, it disappears, does it? Is visibility as the as the base spell there is something called greater invisibility that, that keeps you invisible when you do those actions but for for flavor and because it didn't cost you a spell slot we just said it happened you are yeah so if you cast a spell or if you take a sort of aggressive action and um, you you lose that invisibility i mean i probably will do that but i'm okay i'm, I'm thinking i remember you said there was a fountain in the mm-hmm. place and i'm wondering where these guys are i'm wondering if i can get so I can hide myself behind the fountain so they can't see when I turn uninvisible, but if I'm still in a range that I could cast a, a spell, like 30 feet. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. You can. Um, you don't know if you will stay hidden, but you will definitely be obscured, as in, like, they might realise it came from behind a fountain, or, like, there's fountains, there's hedge statues, there's, like, there's plenty of, like, accoutrement around this, like, Picture it like a long driveway, but then like a fountain at the end where like in a period drama, the carriages would pull up. Um, okay. And so you've kind of been, it, you're in and around that beginning entrance. So it's like a, and I, a long exclamation point. 
how close are the guys to each? There's three of them, right? Yes, you see uh, to each other. They're they're pretty far apart. I, I I figured it like if there was a circle happening, like the three of you, Randir, Hook, and and Iggy, were sort of one side of that circle, and then the three of them were sort of the other side of the circle, equally spaced out. So all of them, there's about ten to fifteen feet between the three of them. Well, could I if if ten to fifteen if and then you can say this too cheeky if there is a thirty foot area that could include two of them or no? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, so I want to cast hypnotic pattern uh, on two um, and, and on the area that I think will kind of get more than one, if possible. Absolutely possible. Can I ask? Is hypnotic pattern in the spell description? Does it say it does a thirty foot radius? Thirty foot. Cube. Okay, cool. Like I was just thinking because if it was a radius, you could theoretically aim for the middle one and the radius would cover the other two. But a 30 foot cube, yeah, you get two of them. Your choices are um, Gordon's Cordial, who is a half orc fighter, uh, Willem, who is a goblin barbarian, and Dustin the Kenku. Let's say that Gordon's was in the middle. So you can get Gordon's and Willem or Gordon's and Dustin. Because Gordon's was my character from another game, I have to attack him, I think. Because. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, in this world, if like, um, you know, reincarnation exists, I'm assuming Iggy and him are kind of feeling some kind of shared connection here. And uh, and they're going to try murder each other for the battle of my soul, Ben. That's what I'm picturing. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go Gordon's and um, the guy Willem, because I forgot the other guy's name. Cool. Nice. They need to make a saving throw. A wisdom um, saving throw. Wisdom saving throw. There's a lot um, to process with this character player interaction here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm there. I'm I'm in the game as well as their soul. That's what I've discovered. Oh, yeah, you're you, Lucy, are in the crowd. <laughs> Fight for my affections. I'm one of the gods of Hibernia, and <laughs> uh, both of them failed their wisdom saving throw. I didn't even look up their wisdom modifier because it was a two and a six on the dice. So well, I, um, my my wink must have really got to them because they are now charmed for the duration of this spell. They yes. Are- incapacitated and have a speed of zero so what, what does this look like you you we see as the audience although no one in this battle sees this just the light kind of k- k- kick up of pebbles as iggy dashes for behind cover behind say uh, a hedgerow and then you cast hypnotic pattern out to these two characters which will daze and sort of set them in a uh, a bit of a funk what does that look like as the magic of the world i can tell you exactly i know it's not it's a pattern so it's not an actual drawing but I think I was so impressed by uh, what Arlington just did. And so I was thinking of that, that somehow that that's sort of what I'm throwing at them in this pattern. The pattern is like just making it seem like their hero just really fell in the dirt extra. And I just want to fill them with shame and charm. That's yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, absolutely. This sort of image of, um, which is quite beautiful in a way, because if you imagine the haft of an axe and then the blade kind of spinning in constant circle and, Almost like one of those 19, 1990s kids' spiral toys, but in this world, it's like Celtic weave that uh, sort of surrounds their brain and, and completely uh, droolifies them. Like, oh, so pretty. <laughs> yeah, and so intimidating. You still have your bonus action, I believe. For Anything you'd like to do with that? For my bonus action, I'm going to send, uh, I want to send some inspiration to our, our newest friend because it seems like he's fighting on our side. And so I want to send a, a D10. And like maybe like in the format of like sending him a small like uh, 
friendship yes square que, no square like you would send a do you like me y slash n Randir, a push notification comes in front of your eyes it's like a friend request from from ignatius of uh which is just in time because it is your turn okay and i hide behind the hand oh, that's, that's just in time to celebrate that now i'm level 10 i get d10s instead of d8s so, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Ooh, that's very good to know uh that's mine I was originally going to do nothing, um, just because it also seems a bit weird that Arda, like or that uh, Randir would push so far into your group's like battles. Um, well. But <laughs> I've decided that he's going to go full charge, and he's going to do a flaming sphere, um, which goes um, which goes over probably the middle section. Mm-hmm. Um, since it's is that a, a spell or just an artificer thing? Uh, no, it's a spell. It's um, uh, just to a spear. Yeah, it's a just a spear that flames. It does, it's, uh, it's a it's a little bit like Yamcha's thing that he sends around battlefields, isn't it? Like this ball of thing, and you can move it around and stuff. Yeah, like it's it's a five foot uh, diameter sphere of fire piercing an unoccupied space of your choice within range. Oh, I can't actually use. I have to throw it at someone. I'm. Um. So I guess. Someone, yeah, put it at some. Uh, sure, I'll use. Yes. Hmm? You can throw it and miss. Yeah, I could. <laughs> I think I'll just do Ray of Sickness because that's also fun. Sure. <laughs> uh, which is just a, yeah, it's just a 60 foot ray of, uh, which goes sick, horribleness. Which is, uh, so I'm going to aim it to, I guess, uh, the war, the, the barbarian, actually. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Goblin one. Uh, goblin. Willem. Actually, sorry, he's a cobalt. My bad. Um, he, he needs to make a saving throw. What kind of saving throw does he need to make? A constitution saving throw. Nice. Ooh, he's probably going to be good at that. Yeah, he gets a 22 in total. Uh, 16 of the dice. Um, so what does this look like, and and does he take any half damage, or is it like instant sort of uh, no, so he all or nothing sort of fail? So he won't take poison, uh, he won't be poisoned, um, but he still takes uh, 48 uh, worth of damage. Oof. I got a 25 on my hit. Nice. I'm guessing that hit? Uh, oh, so then he shouldn't have to make a... Oh, he, he does as he well. Does yeah, you're totally right. He does to make sure that he gets poisoned. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 25 does hit. Uh, uh, 16 points of damage. 16. Yeah, as the sickly sort of hangover fear-induced, like, creeping ray of self-doubt and Sunday morning waking up with missed calls on your phone hits Willem. <laughs> and he's like, oh, no, what have I done? Um that's just your action, I believe. So, what what else would you like to do? Um, I don't think anyone's hurt yet, so I'm not going to use. Mm-hmm. Nice. It is uh, Willem's turn next, and as this ray of just kind of horribleness hits him, he looks at the person. Uh, it it shakes him out of the hypnotic pattern stupor that he was in, because he's taken damage. I believe that's how that that happens. Um. And he looks towards you, Randir. And you see him like bite down on his like hanging out long and cobalt tongue and frothing at the mouth as he goes into a frenzied rage. And like 
leaps over uh, some like fallen hedges and heads towards you, pulling out a great sword. This great sword is like about the size of him. And a couple of feet out from you, he just starts spinning. So this sort of whirlwind of a great sword comes towards you. And he is going to make uh, two attacks. Hey, copyright, copyright. <laughs> Uh, he's going to make them reckless, and he's going to use Great Weapon Master. Boom, boom, boom. So that is... Okay, need to figure this out. Does a 14 or a 5 hit? Uh, no, they both miss. Nice. Uh, so <laughs> as he goes, reckless, frenzied Great Weapon Master, his control over this weapon, one might say, is not great nor masterly. As he just, like... <laughs> The, the general heft of it just sort of sends him, but he's still spinning just on the spot, going, Die! 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 Uh, you okay? Seemingly, at no one. <laughs> he's, he's chopping down some of the hedges and going, ah, Decapitated! Decapitated! <laughs> just thinking he's just taking down hordes of people in his frenzied rage. Uh, that is the end of his turn. Um, afterwards, it is Dustin the Kenku's turn. Dustin looks around at all of you and sort of assesses who might be the greatest threat here. And seeing that um, Willem is engaged with Randir, uh, that Iggy seems to have gone and sort of hidden away. And Hook, the last thing you did was backflip and sort of finger gun towards him. Mm -hmm. And he goes, okay. And he makes a judgment. So I'm going to go, I'm going to roll a d4. Actually, no, I'll roll a d6, because there's three of you. Because he's not really too sure who to go. One and two, yourself, Paul. Uh, three and four, Lucy. Five and six, Keelan. Uh, two. Oh. You see um take his uh, little Kenku hands out, look towards you, and sort of start doing this little movement as, like, spell energy comes around him. And he casts a spell I'm calling Glass Box. Oh, and it's drink uh, around you. Fish, little fish cardboard box. <laughs> <laughs> a glass box. Getting your glass box. Getting your fucking glass box. He says, uh, and as a force cage <laughs> appears around you, uh, uh, an invisible ten foot by ten foot cube just whoop, traps you in space. Uh, oh. There's no save. Um, which it, I'm going to use the the old absorb uh, absorption rod. Because if it's a thing that targets me, or does it target the area or does it target me? Targets the area, oh, it does not target you. Okay. Uh, you just happen to be in the area. That's Oof. fine. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. And he looks around, and uh, he's like, he's malting. He's not a very healthy looking Kenku, uh, and looks towards the trees. And you see him just kind of, <laughs> and just like scurry up into a tree and uh, almost excuse himself from battle. Uh, which brings us to Hook. It is your turn. Okay. Well, I had a plan at the start of this because everyone seemed like they were all fine. Uh, oh, uh, so what will affect this plan is, am I aware, is Rua there? Am I aware of Rua? Um, Can I target Rua? Yes, I knew there was a lead on. <laughs> like, you haven't finished talking yet. Uh, you don't know. You don't know and you don't know. You'd have to make a perception check. Okay. But it will use up your bonus action. I'll tell That's you that. Fine. I have uh, scant use for a bonus action. Um, so I will do that. Oh, 
I thought that was a one. It is not. Um, it's the thing that looks like a one, a seven. And then my perception, I'm pretty sure, is zero, but we'll see. Um, where is it? I can tell you a seven plus whatever the fuck your perception could be. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not going to be like 13. So uh, answer remains the same. You're not too sure. You don't know where she's gone. Right. Okay. That's not going to help. Well, I was going to try to banish her. But, uh. <laughs> you would love that. She's been trying to get back to the Feywild. <laughs> Has she been trying? To, oh, yeah, that is her whole thing. It would probably work, except for I didn't know how. Yeah, I didn't know how it would counter. That could be good. I could end the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> if she gets back to the Feywild, she doesn't need to merge the world. Everything's yeah. fine. Right? Do we just plan? Yeah, we can save your mother. I uh, can call her at any point. I can, I'm in a fountain right now. I could summon her. True. You could, you could call her and then I could banish her. Anyway, um, <laughs> Marl, this whole campaign is call your mother. <laughs> <laughs> call her up. I just want to have a lovely chat. Back, back, <laughs> Um Okay. So the Kenku, he's gone into a tree. Yes. Relatively isolated. Mm -hmm. Ah, okay. Well, why not try my new spell? Um, blight, which I don't think is an area of effect. It's a shame because he would destroy the tree. Um, yeah, I select a target, and if I select a target, then I can twin it. Ah, here's the thing I should have known. I've never had to do. Can I use more than one meta magic on a spell? I don't know. Provided I have the points. Um, no, neither do I. I think honestly don't know. Unfair. Hmm? I think you yeah, can. I think, it's a point point. I think it's kind of like key, isn't it? Like for Yeah, I've got points, so I can use it. Huh. Okay. I've never played Sorcerer, so I have no idea. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Well, then let's try. Where's the um, the other guy's on the ground and still charmed? Uh, yeah, one of them is just like looking at this Celtic Weave uh, axe memorial. Uh, to the move to the six second combat of Arlington. Uh, he's completely sort of in his in his own little whoa. Um, so he's just there, sitting duck, you might say. Mm, okay, well, I'm going to twin it. Christ. Wait a second. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. I can't do everything that I want to do. I'll just run out of all of my sorcerer points. I just forgot how, uh, I forgot how expensive twinning high level spells is. Just to clarify, apparently you can only use one meta magic per spell when you cast it. Cool. That is what I would have thought, because otherwise I could be yeah. ludicrous. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, then let's go with just blighting the guy in the tree. Nice. Um, uh, is that a ranged spell attack, or does he make a saving throw? It's a ranged spell attack of 30 feet, but he does make a he makes a constitution saving throw. Um, if he fails, he takes half damage. Um, if he or if he succeeds, he gets half damage. If he fails, he gets damaged 88, and then he gets damaged again next turn, I think. Or is that light? Is that that one? No, it's just 88, this one. I read a lot of different spells. I think this one isn't poisonous, so that's fine. Um, it'll suck all the moisture out of him. Yeah, you're going to turn him into a... Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a plump turkey. Um, it's literally his worst nightmare. Jerky. Um... That is awful. 
Yeah, so I'm going to use that on him. And I will I will point he... out something um, quite integral to this spell because I looked it up uh, because right. I thought it was sounding a little bit suspicious that both it was a ranged spell attack and a saving throw. A target you can see. You oh, cannot yeah. see yeah, him. Yeah. I can't see him, huh? Yeah. Mm. You don't have visuals on uh, Dustin the Kenku because he's in a tree. Right. Did he make, uh, did he spend his action to hide? Or does he have uh, a Kenku thing that lets him do it? Well, he did spend a bonus action. Ah, fair enough. Uh, mm-hmm. Well then, and also he used his cans. So cans, we don't even know if they're actions or bonus actions. They could just be worldly events. <laughs> worldly events. <laughs> yeah, we've never really established if a can, a beer uses anything except That's for just true. the thing it does. Been uh, wasting our turns this whole campaign. <laughs> yeah, you, if you just get hammered, you can you can have all your actions. Um, but indeed, he did. Uh, he did hide away. He hid away in the tree, huh? Yeah, uh-huh. Right then, I am going to use my twinning. Let's see if this works. I'm going to target the tree with blight, drying it up <laughs> and destroying the tree. I'm then going to use my second target to target him. <laughs> um, Can that, I do it that way? No, because it like twin happens simultaneously. So yeah, like. I thought I could get uh, you, you know it. that, Keelan. You know that. Like, just trying to be cool. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> I'm gonna have to pull the the, the sorcerer clock here. <laughs> what are you doing? Fine. Fine. Roll the tree. I mean, you haven't allowed me to do anything. Forest down. Yeah, I could do uh, It's not me. The rules haven't allowed you to do anything. Well, what is D and D if you if you follow the rules? You know. Um, I know. I know. I'm aware. <laughs> it's just chaos. Um, all right then. Synaptic static. I'll just cast it around yeah. the tree because it's an area of effect. Out his nice. brain, he can't escape it. Yeah, I'm trying to get him to stop concentrating. So can't concentrate if you're stupid. Exactly. So uh, I choose a point within range, and I cause psychic energy to explode there. It's kind of like I pick a point and then like my fireball, but now it's mindness, mindfulness. <laughs> it's, it's a ranged a, Akira attack. mindfulness. Ranged uh, Akira attack. I like. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> it's 20 foot so is the tree he scuttled away from everyone right so the tree is fair game you don't yeah, totally yeah, yeah cool mm-hmm. uh he has to make an intelligence oh no he does if he has an intelligence score of less than two uh so presuming he's casting the spell he's probably grand um what's his save for it it's your spell save dc no um it makes, he has to make an intelligence saving throw specifically mm-hmm. that's 17 Apparently. 17. He he fails just by one. He rolled a 16. All right. Well, then, um, after a fail said, he's muddled in his thoughts. So for the next minute, he, he can't really have a straight thought. Um, mm-hmm. During that time, he rolls a d6 and subtracts that number rolled from all of his attack rolls and ability checks for the next minute. Okay. Um, as well as the con saving throw... Uh, any con saving throw he has to do to maintain concentration. He'll have okay. six to that as well. Um, but he does get to do an intelligence saving throw at the end of each turn to see if he can um, shake this off. But I presume okay. he's getting a kind of minus six. On top of that, I'm pretty sure it does some damage. Yeah, it does 86. 86, that's the other part, you know, the damaging part. <laughs> I, I will warn you at this point in time, now that we are level 10, uh, I will start making you roll 
D20s, which is essentially the din of battle is so overwhelming, you don't get a turn. Oh. Because the gloves are off. Um, you guys need to know your abilities, you guys need to know your spells, and uh, otherwise I will kill you. Wait, run us through that. So when it's your turn? Wh- if there's a lot of faffing about, I'm going to oh, get okay. you right, okay. I thought you meant and every time it was your turn, there was a chance no, you just no, wouldn't no. get a turn. I was just like, okay. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just if yeah, there's yeah. a lot of faffing about. I feel like, I mean, I wasn't faffing about. I had plans. They just weren't allowed. <laughs> yeah, but that was three more. All right, 88. Um, Christ. No, 86. Just making sure. I did roll D6. I just said D8. Um, all right. You've got 10, 15, 20, 28, 20, 30. Uh, <laughs> uh, 32, 36, 36 damage. Nice. Um, you all see, um, and Randy, this is most uh, pertinent to yourself, that force cage just disappears as a, a uh, X bird falls from the tree. Uh, not a very strong creature, our Kenku, our Dustin. Uh, he is Is he still expired. alive? Or is he, is he still moving? Uh, uh, no, he's pretty dead. Like he's uh, he's okay. no longer in existence. There's a reason he hides in battle. He's an ex parrot. <laughs> he is no longer alive. Beautiful. Uh, you just see him boom, fall to the ground. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, You've ruffled some feathers, should we say? We managed right, to well, go forty odd episodes with a bunch of theater kids, and that's our first Monty Python reference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Huck, Huck's going to be surprised. I don't have much of my uh, our actions, but that was um, a little easy. So, um, yeah, that's that's everything that I do other than being ready. I don't need to back up or do anything else. I don't have any other actions. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm grand. Nice. Cool. Uh, which brings us to Love Oak's turn. Love Oak, Love Oak stands up, just kind of... <clears throat> I see you found just an element of courage. And he uh, resummons the rapier to his hands. That knockback, it just kind of puffed it out into ex- uh, disexistence, whatever that word is. Um, <laughs> and as he resummons it, Arlington, you see there's crackling energy along this blade, as if it's just filled with dark green, sort of nasty lightning, as if a storm has gone through it. He's going to make his attacks against you. You weren't reckless, so these are just straight. Ba-boom. I I had Uh, a feeling we'd reached the next stage in this boss fight. I was like, let's play it safe till we see what he does. (laughs) Absolutely. Does a 15 or an 18 hit? Second attack does hit. The 18 hits, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's going to do this, and then it's going to do... Oh. Wait, wait yes? a second. I have one ability that happens after a roll, but before effects occur. And I think it's my ability to modify a roll that I see someone else doing. Mm-hmm. Um, Is it a reaction? Uh, I, I believe it's only before you know the result. Oh yeah, it says it says after the roll, but before effects occur. So yes, yes that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Um, let me see what's this here. So boom, boom. That's three, that's eight. That oh, sounds like you have a lot of dice there, Ben. Uh, you take 
uh, eight sort of magical slashing damage. So you can half that if you need. But then also uh, 19 psychic damage. Oh, that's 23 altogether. Gross. Uh, as he uh, hits you back with a staggering smite. Um, you need to make a wisdom saving throw for me. Oh, no. Ooh. Oh, no. I can uh, help. I am going to cast Bend Luck and give him a d4. <laughs> oh, thank God, because I got a nine. <laughs> oh, well, then. Uh, uh, I forgot that we could do this on, on D&D Beyond now, so I'm just trying to click it in there. So oh, right. See. No, no, I'll just... Oh, well, I can roll it. Oh, you roll it. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. I think I think it's I roll it and add it to your roll. Oh, yeah, you roll it. It's more fun. Four. I actually got four. Thirteen. I hope, that, I hope that's useful. Thirteen in total? Thirteen total, uh, yeah. Uh, you unfortunately fail. You have disadvantage on your attack rolls and your ability checks, and you cannot take reactions until the end of your next turn. Oh. Uh, Arlington, to put this into, uh, into narrative context... His rapier comes out, and it's just leaving behind almost like an exposure image as it's slicing. Your vision is sort of blurring. And as this second strike hits you, cutting across your chest, you feel an intense burning through your mind. It's as if the blade itself is trying to sever your connection to Eremon, the High King. Your mind, in the last six seconds or so, has been filled with memories from eras past in Hibernia. But this cut makes you feel like shadow is seeping into your body and it's blotching out moments in time. You feel a slash through the age of unity and the age of prosperity and a section from these times just disappear from your mind. As High King, the weight and the knowledge of the world has been bestowed upon you and the shadow blade is attacking your very connection to that. Every hit is weakening your connection to Aramon as you feel his strength and access to knowledge is almost being surgically cut out of you. That is the end of Lavog's turn. It is Gordon's turn. Uh, Gordon, I believe, doesn't get to make a saving throw at the end of Hypnotic Pattern. Is just uh, sitting there looking at the pretty pictures. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a crazy yes. powerful spell. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. It's great. As long as you leave them be, you can kind of like it's a lovely like Amber sneaking past the guards because they're going to be looking at these pictures for a while. Further going into the Professor X thing we were going for. <laughs> When you're trying to damage them, I, didn't really think, I haven't really used it that much, but uh, I like the idea that he's subdued. Very much so subdued. Um, so Arlington, yeah, as these attacks are hitting you, there are moments and connections to Aramon disappearing. I said the age of unity and the age of prosperity, I believe, but don't hold me accountable to that in future sessions, essentially. Wouldn't um, dream of it. So they were, that was just for flavor. Ages, eras, memories, uh, judgments. Specific, yeah, specific drama, yeah. yeah. We are top of the round, which brings us to Arlington, then Iggy, then Randier. Okay. Um, none of his none of his boys have started advancing on mine and Love Oak's little showdown. Obviously, is it just the just the two of us still? Seems like they're leaving you to it, uh, and for dramatic effect, a, a minecart rockets by and drops some lightning jar uh, <laughs> jars <laughs> and lightning. <itself. laughs> I have the high ground, Love Oak. <laughs> They um, haven't finished, uh, they haven't fixed that rail you broke. Like, <laughs> <laughs> We're still in the middle of a train wreck, guys. Um, okay. Uh, I'd say, I think Arlington like, dropped to one knee after that attack, and there's, like stands up and there's like blood gushing 
like Eddie's left ear, and he just goes, "Oh, my brains! I'll kill you! I need my brains!" And I'm gonna start spinning around. I think his intelligence thematically is dropping as he gets closer and it's just become if you get in the way of my axe it's your own <laughs> fault and i start swinging like a saw blade uh, nice. and i'm gonna start so I, you know that's pretty reckless so i'm gonna try and undo that disadvantage by recklessly yes. attacking uh Vogue. uh that is 22 for the first one and no good uh, that is, excuse me, 14 for the second one. Just misses. That first one whoo, cuts deep and he takes a step back and he tries to kind of parry off his breastplate armor. You get, you, you even carve out some like sparks. But um, it did just. I think, I think Arlington is panicking a little bit with like, you know, literally losing. The, he's afraid he might lose the power he's just gained. So I'm going to action surge and just attack two more times and just keep swinging nice. at this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that is a 24 for the second, or sorry, the third. Mm-hmm. And to keep it on theme, that is 16 for the last one. 16 hits. Oh, nice. So that's three attacks. Yeah. Nice. So that will be... However, be... he is going to use that uh, shadow uh, armor of the hexes to see if he can... Get oh, his yeah. way out of one of those attacks. He basically just needs to roll. He does. You cut through a shadow version of himself for one of them. <sighs> cool. Uh, as so, he is no longer where he once was standing. So two of them hit. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be five times 13 for one of them. And eight, 19 for the other one. 13 and 19. 20, 32. Yes. Yeah. Nice. 32. Um, and yeah, he's just like swinging wildly, just trying to like split him down the middle. Yeah, you are you are taking chunks out of Lavog. There's almost a level of rage from, you know, being put on mess duty, made scrub pots. <laughs> the things <laughs> that you had to go through as the whipping boy of the Dirty Bitch Boys um, is all coming out in this fury. And you hear a voice in your, your head go, think clearer. You wouldn't have missed that attack if you just focused. Cold fury. Cold fury, Grud. Um, but do you have a bonus action? You also have a bonus action attack, don't you? Uh, I did, but I'm not going to I'm not gonna knock him down because it kind of means that if anyone wants to take a range shot, they'll be at disadvantage. I'm going to leave him standing. Gotcha. Nice. Anything else, movement-wise? Nope, that's, that's it. I'm going to stay in melee. All right. Iggy, it is your turn. Yeah. Um, I, uh, am I... I'm... I want to cast a spell at uh, at Lav Lavog Lavog. Mm-hmm. Lavog. Yeah, I want. Lamhog. Yeah, well, I only think of as Lamhog now. Lamhog is also acceptable. Okay. I don't know. If, I don't know if this make is the best thing to do, but it kind of ties into the beer I have. Uh, I want to cast Phantasmal Force on him, uh, and and what I will hope will help with the saving throw or anything is that the, the what I want to land in his mind matches my beer so i'm maybe i'm using a spell and a beer at the same time and the nice. beer is sundown and what i want is i want it to seem like he is in pitch blackness not real sun because maybe he can see in that but that it is pitch blackness just that in like a around his head or around where he is he's blinded by this and it's like a lightning storm that's damaging him amazing um so i'm gonna make him roll with disadvantage because you're tying in a beer uh and it is a 
what what stat is Phantasmal Force? Oh, um, attack save intelligence sixteen. Is that what that is? Uh, so he needs to make an intelligence saving throw. Is that what you're? I, I think that's what that means. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He does not. Uh, he does not make that. So this darkness, this sundown, the very horizon of battle just kind of extends over, uh, essentially blinding him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and think he gets some damage, right? And like the damage is because there's there's light bulbs where inside. Um, uh, yes. One d six. So. Uh, does it say when? Because I believe it's like as a bonus action or, you know. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, that might be the next, on the next turn. Um, the target, uh, sorry. Uh, you can read it out like in full because the audience might know the spell as well. Yeah, sorry. It's really long. So I just want to get to the, it's, um, yeah, it's the tar- The affected target is so convinced of the phantasm's reality that it can even take damage from the illusion. A phantasm created to appear as a creature can attack the target. Um, like uh, fire or a pool of acid or lava can burn. Each round on your turn, the phantasm can deal 1d6 psychic damage. Um, okay, so that's on my next turn. Um, no, it sounds like it's on your turn now. Okay. So you can roll that d6. Yeah, and it was a six. I know that's nice. Not, but yeah, okay. No, that's still good. I'm still calling. Um, like, cool. Yeah, he, this, this lightning attack just kind of... Whoosh, he, he even you can see him stagger. He doesn't want to get too far out of melee range with Arlington in case Arlington kind of pounces on the opportunity. But he's like seemingly fried, and his cool leadership demeanor is dropping. Excellent. Um, I'm gonna just stay hiding behind my fence. Nice. You have a bonus action if you want to use it. Oh, um, can I? Uh, I always forget what's the um, like the healing word. Can I do that towards Arlington at this point? Uh, unfortunately, I don't think so because I think healing word is a leveled spell, and you've cast it. Yeah. So when you cast it, you can only cast. Yeah. yeah there isn't a bonus action, act, bonus action healing thing now. There is, provided you don't cast any other spell that isn't a cantrip this round. Uh, no. Okay, I'm just gonna hide. Cool, Rander. You um, momentarily caged and cut off from battle. That uh, that has since lifted. It is your turn. Cool. Um. I'm going to fire a firebolt at the barbarian who's currently in a washing machine, like Garen. Towards you, Garen from League mm-hmm. kind of method. Um, yeah, he, he's a Beyblade. Uh, so I got a fourteen plus eight, so yeah, twenty-three. Sorry, not twenty-three. Is that 22. a range? Is that a range spell attack? Yes. I'm coming down with you on the rules on this one, guys. Range spell attacks in melee range are at disadvantage. He is in the melee range with you because he's trying to attack you. So you have to roll again, disadvantage. I got an 18. Nice. That still hits. <laughs> so uh, 2d10. 2d10. Nice. Um, I got... That is 13 fire damage. Nice. You get the feeling as this fire kind of hits against his uh, raging form, it doesn't do as much damage as you'd expect. Um, and then for my bonus action, I'm going to, because that firebolt was a cantrip, I'm going to use uh, Healing mm-hmm. Word, um, second level on uh, Arlington. But I'm going to also use my um, Artificer Servant, which allows me to add four to that space as well. So I'm rolling a 2d4 plus eight. Nice! 
Um, and I got a six plus eight, so fourteen health back to you. Very, very tasty and appreciated. In the course of the last couple of moments, there's been sort of a trading of blows between Lavog and Arlington. Iggy, you have managed to um, place this sort of phantasmal nightmare in his mind. Uh, and Rander, both with a firebolt off to kind of keep Willem at bay. What, what are these healing words that you, you crossed Arlington? Dying alive. <laughs> in app advertising <laughs> click to clear Is, would you like to reduce these ads by paying for dying life <laughs> yeah. it's actually more probably because nice. he probably said something nice about the uh, about dying light so it's probably like mm. thanks for the good review <laughs> I was saying, yeah, I made the mistake of, of not going incognito when I was looking at the dynamite <laughs> stuff, and now I'm being hit by these ads. Exactly. Uh, cookies. I was going to say the first one w- would work well, because he's probably forgotten the name of that brand of beer, and so mm-hmm. by Dying Light is like a really nice... <laughs> like a by Dying Light. Inspirational, inspirational quote there. Yeah. All right. Uh, it is Willem's turn, and Willem again is going to t- sort of Beyblade his way into uh, trying to hit you uh, with one of these attacks, Randy. I really hope chat uh, is, is keeping track of how many anime references we've made this episode. <laughs> it's been a lot. I mean, we should really just be a <laughs> More than Saturday normal. morning cartoon. Uh, he's going to make three attacks this round, all with uh, advantage. You know what? I'm going to hold myself accountable. That shouldn't have been a disadvantage, Paul, because all attacks would have been with advantage because he's been reckless. That's on me. I gave a shit for that, and that's on me. Uh, so he's going to make three attacks, all with advantage against you. I feel uh, like I'm being uh, punished. Uh, Never mind. <laughs> 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 all great weapon master, uh, all reckless. So uh, does a 19 hit? Uh, it does indeed. Okay. Does a... Um, 17 hit. Uh, my armor class is 17, so I don't know if it's attacker has to equal or beat. I never know this, so I'm going to defer to Wes. If, if you hit you, the armor class, if you hit the armor class, it hits. Cool. Same as a same as a DC. And then third attack. Uh, I, that's not going to hit. Um, I know that straight away. So he does to you. Um, boom, boom, boom. 5 plus 13, 18 on the first attack. And 9 plus 13, 22 on the second attack. 40 altogether. 40 damage altogether as this whirlwinding, raging. He catches in his sort of whirly gig carnival ride of life. Uh, Dustin Kenku fall from a tree and then puts like more force behind you as this woof, 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 great sword. You can even all of you hear this in this in the air. It's picked up enough speed that it is just kind of making sound now, almost like you're sort of in the presence of a helicopter. He's quite small. He could take off. <laughs> that's physics. Like the little... yeah, a... yeah, I was gonna say he's like the little the, the seeds, <laughs> the little princesses. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's like a he's like a helicopter seed or one of those '90s toy princesses that you fire up in the air. And yeah, forty damage total. It's just rah, 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 as he's laying into you. Uh, that this, is the. Just a oh, question: switching switching weapon or is a attack of opportunity, right? No, nah, we're good. We can 
I feel like I'm being pretty harsh this episode. We're still really cool, guys. It's just your level 10 now. We're still both. Oh, it's, it's, it's more my knowledge of, of you know, uh, of 5th edition more. Yeah. It's switching know... weapons is usually it's a free action to, to either put away, to put away or take out. So it's usually quicker to, like, drop your weapon and then take out the new one. That's, like, a free action. But then if you want to, like, properly sheath and then take out another one, that would take a, an action. That's usually the way it works. <laughs> But I think it's up to DM discretion for a lot of it. Yeah, and and for me, it's like really cool. You can drop a thing, you can take a thing out. Unless it's like you got wands of power sort of stuff that kind of take time to hold and focus. Mm. And also, just so the internet know, I know I'm not the harshest DM these guys play with. I know I know that for a fact. Hmm. <laughs> um, it, that's the end of Willem's turn. Uh, Dustin is dead. Sorry, no toy show this year. <laughs> you fucking kill them. Uh, Huck, it is your turn. Okay. Um, so we've got a guy swirling at Randir. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got Lamhog um, and Arlington battling it out. Doing all right. And the other lad's charmed. He is, like, having a fucking time of his life. <laughs> Charming. Yeah, yeah. Um, interesting. Okay, well then, let's try this. Again, how... So he's, like, very close to Randir. Your man's been around. Yes, he's within melee range. Cool. How close is he to Lamhog and Arlington or, or anyone else? Uh, like, 20 feet away. That that, that battle sort has been pushing down the driveway away from you guys. I know I haven't really... You know, thematically, you're still within distance, but just for funness, it's sort of been there doing their own thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, what I'm going to try to do if it's possible, but you said 20 feet, so I don't think it is, is pick a point where I could get Lamhog and the guy with another synaptic static. But um, failing that, I just want to get the guy and not Randir, essentially. So I'm trying to pick oh, mostly 20 feet away from him, like 19 feet away from him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, you can definitely get you can definitely get Willem in that synaptic static. Uh, you probably wouldn't be able to get Lavog based on the din of that battle. It's just a little bit confusing. Yeah. It's like that precise pinpointing, difficult to do when they're yeah. dancing around each other. I mean, the thing is, Huck doesn't actually want to... Um, he wants to help Arlington, but this is something he thinks Arlington's going to have to do for himself, probably. So we'll see. Uh, at this stage, anyway. The boy's got to learn! He's not that... He's not... You know, he's trying to help um, Randir, his new friend. <laughs> yes. <But> he needs <laughs> to make an intelligence saving throw. Yeah, so he's I'm actually going to, although he's a barbarian, so I don't think intelligence is going to be in a high stat. But you know what? This needs to work. So I'm going to use my new heightened spell, um, which means that he has a disadvantage. Nice. I'm also just checking if he has some sort of raged advantage against uh, stuff. Okay. It'd be strength and constitution. If anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he's, he's rolling with disadvantage. Yeah. Uh, he got an 11. Which means the market is opening open for like a nerd rage character that just gets a bonus to intelligence and wisdom when they're when they're freaking out. <laughs> no, actually. Yeah. Um, I had it open there, but then I went to check my stats. Um, yeah. So I think that is again. It's eight d six. Drop one. I feel. I, I like how. Hook as a character now, if his spell doesn't do eight of whatever dies associated with it, it's just it's not worth it. I mean that is how that is how I feel. Um we're talking this is a low roller actually, this one. So that's five, ten, uh twenty. 
Oh no, twenty-two. Uh, nice. I rolled a lot of ones and twos. And that's psychic damage. That is psychic um, damage. Yeah. Uh, nice. So he's got the minus six. I don't know. It, the way it kind of sounds when you read it out, it sounds like you roll a minus six and that's just that one number. But uh, you could also equally roll a different d6 every time he has to do something. Yeah, I get, I get you. Because um, um, it says during that time it rolls a a d6 and subtracts that number uh, the number rolled from all its attack rolls oh yeah so you roll it once and then that's the minus you get all right i'm gonna roll it now and see what happens it's a three so it's minus three to everything no just um attack, attack rolls checks. Ah, yeah, he's so a barbarian he doesn't have a lot more else <laughs> yeah yeah i was just saying not necessarily saves only con saves nice uh that is your action you can move bonus action any of those things you'd like to do um, I want to get if they're moving. If Arlington and and Lampog are getting further away, then I want to bridge the distance, keeping an eye on it. But I'm I'm still gonna um give them a good bit of room to have a fight in. I'll just stay. I'll try to stay in like thirty feet. Yeah, yeah. You can you can definitely kind of triangulate that distance there. Yeah. At the end of your turn, Lavog uses one of his legendary actions, uh, which is called "It Takes Two to Mango," uh, <clears throat> as he uh, invokes duplicity, for lack of a better term, <laughs> and splits in two. Is that the kind of thing I can counterspell? Uh, Is it a spell yeah, if you want to. It's if you want to use a spell slot for it, it's not. It's a can, so I'm just kind of using it as a like. He doesn't. There's nothing on my notes that says this. I just saw. Oh, you said it, it was an ability. Okay, yeah, no, no, no. Like, fair. I can't remember if counter counter spell happens in a reaction space. Yeah, you could you could counter spell this if you wanted. Yeah, why not? I will uh, yeah. counter spell that. Um, if it's third level or lower, it fails and has no effect. If it's fourth level or higher, they make an ability check using my spell casting ability. Um, DC equals 10 plus the spell's level, so, uh, the spell so, so the, the difficulty here is that Invoke Duplicity is a trickster cleric ability uh, that I'm just pulling out of the player's handbook to which apply to that can. Um, so let's say it's third level or lower. Um, so. Cool, and I'm, I can't spell third level, so I yeah. think it's DC 13 for it to... For me it it works. Yeah. Oh no, no, it, it, yeah, it works. It's it's just if it's third level lower, it just works. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. uh, nice. Cool. And then it is his turn. So Lavog, uh, having split in two and then <laughs> sucked back together by a counter spell, where he goes, "Well, Arlington, it takes two to mango," uh, and you hear <laughs> that it, well, three, three, three is a crowd. <laughs> the world yeah. says no. Um, he goes to attack. Uh, were your last ones reckless? Uh, they were, yes. Nice. I was okay. trying to negate his disadvantage. All right. His first attack. Oh, nice. He gets a 19. And I'll tell you what, when your hex blade cursed, 19's a crit. Oh, is it actually? That's chunky. <laughs> okay. Uh, he's still attack. where he's aiming, Hanny, or can he see it? Uh, that's a very good point. He has to use his action to to examine it to end it. Uh, he's not going to. He just thinks he's gone blind. Um, yeah, yeah. He's just he's just attacking in the wilderness. However, he he considers himself to have the blind condition. Uh, so very good point. Very good reminder. This would put his attacks at disadvantage. So, so I'm going to roll again straight. A little bit more difficult, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to roll again straight for the for his two attacks. 
and see what he gets. Uh, ooh, not as not as spicy. Thanks, Iggy. <laughs> I don't get to have any fun. Um, What'd you get? My AC is lower than you think. <laughs> um, Eighteen and uh, twenty-seven. I think they, they they both hit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't get to have any fun. It was a crit, you know. <laughs> I like oh, yeah. critting. Yeah. Remind so, me, remind so. me, Arden, to put uh, my infusion on your armor. I'm not wearing any armor. I can't. You. I can't wear armor. <laughs> that means just put it on the skin. Put, yeah, put it on a shield. Yeah, I, I, it's my it's my uh, my unarmed uh, unarmored defense. I I literally can't wear armor or I lose all my AC. <laughs> uh, Arlington, you take as the as uh, lava as loads of things conspire against him in a moment where he thinks he's kind of gotten a nice like coup de gras, but he just happens to kind of slide through perhaps part of your hooks punk's cloak that he thought. <gasps> yeah, you used to be fatter. Uh, as he, as he for a spot that you don't exist in anymore. Uh, you take um, ba -ba 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 -ba, 19 like magical slashing damage, but is essentially slashing damage. Uh, and, uh, and using his bonus action, he sort of puts his hand out and kind of crushes. And you can feel your own brain just sort of... Woof, and you take four psychic damage. That's uh, wrangling that's, my brain. So that's uh, 13 altogether, right? 13 all together. And again, that psychic damage is just sort of like almost adding a sort of TV static to your connection to Paramount. Um, but it's That's not the same spirit. effect as before. Like it doesn't, it's, I don't lose my reactions again. No, you don't use it. You've got all that back. That cool. was only just once time. That was like one. Was the, is the disadvantage on attacks still there or was that just for one? That round? should be gone. This belly cast was called. Uh, I, was, I was under the impression it was just the no reactions for one round and the rest stays. Until the end of your next turn. Okay, so, so I'm back to normal. You're back to normal. In fact, you Oof. were back to normal a couple of turns ago. Or like a couple of people ago. So oh. yeah, you're back to normal. You're all good. In the hood. Um, that's him. That's action. Bonus action. He's not going to move. Um, and brings us on to Gordon's. Gordon's is dazzled by uh, this. However, <laughs> I just thought of something because I am a clever DM. Uh, Lucy, Ignatius Ofla, is Phantasmal Force a concentration spell? Um, yes. Shit! And is Hypnotic Pattern a concentration spell? Oh, no! Well, uh, let's see. Where the fuck are you? This is what happens when we never get combat fights. We weren't ready for it. <laughs> yeah, in fairness, I haven't I haven't trained you for like this level. <laughs> At the same time, I'm like, yeah, I've got notes in front of me. <laughs> I'm idiot. Yeah, they're both concentration. So your concentration on hypnotic pattern has dropped as you concentrate now on phantasmal oh. force. I think that's fitting for Iggy as well. Just getting excited and then just completely dividing her attention between two things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's really useful when you play yourself because errors really just are very accurate in the story. <laughs> it's like, oh, that looks interesting. I'll help here. Um, as which... he's aware, I think she thinks the Gordon's one is still working. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't need to look at it. He's frozen. Behind her, like, and like pants her or something. And kind of like, wait, you fool. I thought you were there. Yeah. <laughs> I've been here the whole time. Uh, Gordon shakes out of his uh, stupor uh, and in his sort of torn, shredded. Uh, half 
plate armor. He's going to rip the sleeves off some armor because he's he's a jock. Uh, takes out his weapon, which I had. I had this sheet somewhere before. I have it here. No, I have a link to it. It just wasn't in front of me, Ben. Do the work, Ben. Do the work. Here we go. Um, uh, pulls out a, a great sword and uh, heads towards you, Hook, as the person who sort of bridged the distance and is now his closest person to him. Uh, he is going to make two attacks against you. So a 10 and a uh, 23. Uh, one hits and one fails. <laughs> one hits and one fails. Yeah. Uh, that hit does 11 um, Fine. Damage. I was just checking. There's something that this guy has because uh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't necessarily take exactly the fighter stats that you had. Uh, I've gone a different way with this. Um, you know, or not? Okay, cool. Yeah, eleven. Eleven uh, piercing damage. As he goes, finally, I can enter the fight. I can't remember what you sounded like. Uh, Lisa, what did do you remember? <laughs> exactly that. A hundred percent. Just that. <laughs> it is lovely to meet you. I think fine. A prop posh British accent because that's yeah. the only kind of accent that I can do. <laughs> I think you know what I think his voice should be that fucking robot voice that everyone uses on TikTok, like that lady who talks like this. Oh yeah. Oh that'd be great to do. I think that's exactly Finally, what I, said. I can enter the fight. A yeah. slash and a yeah. slash. Take that damage. Yeah. <laughs> he does two attacks. Yeah. Um, that is that is him, pretty much. Um Okay, and he shouts over to Willem. Willem, focus, uh, as he, he shows some leadership. Nice. So, side note, this sundown is really nice. This is real good. Oh, wow. That's the real victory here. Yeah, right? What's, what's <laughs> nice for, for VOD viewers and not podcast listeners is that Lucy has the classic Zoom on, so it's almost like the, the Porterhouse Brewing Company is trying to blur out being associated with the show. <laughs> yeah, it keeps happening. It keeps blurring it out, but it doesn't blur it out immediately. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No worries. This was on the live, but this is just on the, yeah, thing. Mm-hmm. There. The That's the end of uh, Gordon's turn. Arlington, yeah, top of the round. We're back to you. What about me? Uh, did I not? You had a turn. You... Split the distance. You did all that stuff. Well, yeah, because you were initially going to do your 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 spell between Lavog and and Willem. Yeah. I did that. Yeah, I'm that was that was, that the, was the same turn. I thought you went back. I was to literally just just there. Just happened just and there. then Lavog went. I was describing something happening to Arlington, so you weren't the focus of attention immediately. But, but <laughs> it was it was the no, enemy I attacking. Think, I think it's Gordon being back throwing me. Because I had no yes. idea where he was. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, he's he's at the bottom of the uh, of the initiative order right. uh, quite aptly so don't worry we will be back to you shortly but i don't uh, know what not just yet <laughs> maybe use this use this time just look yeah. over some stuff nah. <laughs> <laughs> um arlington top of the round um it's things are you you know it's rare in dozen and dragons and maybe in real life i don't know i've never been in a real fight uh that like 12 seconds, 15 seconds. I've done battle ropes, and doing them for 15 seconds was tough. So we're getting to, much that the same. Stage of the, much the exact yeah, same. We're getting to that stage of battle ropes. <laughs> like, so there's sweat pouring down, you know, and you've been fighting for quite some time. I mean, 30 seconds at least, which is indeed deep world and eternity. Um, you know Lavog's on the back foot. You see his eyes uh, 
go inky black, not with a sort of warlock coolness, but like almost with like an iggy uh, fullness, you might say, as he's being made a fool of by your bard. Um, oh. It is your turn as you walk into this with a with a sense of a the battle's turning. This is the first time in the last thirty seconds you feel it's gone your way. It's just the stupidest thing about D&D, isn't it? Like, when you actually think about six-second rounds, it just makes everything seem fucking dumb. It's brilliant. It's chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Um, Arlington is going to sort of, like, the bloodshot eyes kind of steady a little bit, and he readjusts the, the, his grip on the haft of his uh, of his axe. So where before it was, like, almost, like, straight down as if he was trying to, like, slice Lavog in two. He's kind of, like, just kind of tilts it a little bit more into more of a finessed sort of battle stance and it relaxes his shoulders because he realizes they've been like tensed up here and kind of like lowers them a little bit closes his eyes takes a deep breath and then he raises um his uh, lobo's shield into the air and like i'm gonna uh bellow out uh to like my my friends around me like uh stand with the ardry we rise to battle and i want it to come out in as close to Eremon's voice as possible, but I don't know what he sounds like. I want it to sound like a little bit, like almost like Grod doing his fancy king impression, but I don't want to tell you what your NPC sounds like. Well, here's here's an interesting thing. Um, I'm okay with us because I've been intimidating Arlington quite a lot as the DM, just for fun. It's a fun voice to do. That we both like for the audience point of view. When we speak as Eremon, it's the same. It's the same voice, but you have full reign and what that sounds like in your head. And then I've been kind of doing a sort of me, but higher pitched sort of a Arlington, please just, but you know, it's just a kind of light airy fairy elfy kind of voice. So right. uh, by all means use that or use a version of that uh, whenever you want to speak, because I don't right. mind. It's a, it's a joint narrative. We're all collaboratively cool. telling the same story. Uh, cool. Yeah. Then just with the, the shield held aloft and like a pulse of uh, light shoots out almost like a lighthouse. Um, and we'll figure out the voice later on. I'm not going to repeat it because I can't remember exactly what I said, but I'm going to use my action to cast uh, my new channel divinity, which I've called High King's Oath. Mm-hmm. Uh, and every everyone, or well, three of my friendly targets, which I assume everyone who's within 30 feet, uh, you now get 1d4 to attacks or save for 1d6 rounds, which is... Oh, one round. <laughs> it's, be- it's better than nothing. What was that, 1d4? Uh, 1d4. You can do it every... every you don't have to roll it straight away. It's not like the other one. You can do it every attack, every... So yeah. every attack, you can do 1d4. I'll yeah. just write it down. Yeah, but, but for one round. <laughs> uh, nice. At this moment in time, where you... We'll, we'll, I'll come back to the middle of your turn, but like as you raise your shield up, and as uh, the light uh, of of Lobo raises, which is sort of, he was one of uh, Manon McAleer's champions, as this sort of beacon extends up, and you can see the glittering stalactites and gems of uh, Sleep Gem uh, in the roof above. And all of you feel like something has changed in Arlington. He is no longer a sort of modest but bumbling bugbear or a frothing and and unpredictable rage machine, uh, that there is sort of a alignment there. You feel... Uh, I wouldn't say he's feel inspired to be on his team and to 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 follow him into what is the turning point of this battle. Uh, it is there as literally both the the light of the city kind of shines out um, 
and our stage goes dark. So we're going to take a break. Uh, we're, we will be back in about 15 minutes uh, for the conclusion of this thrilling battle. This is the first time we've done like a full battle episode. Um, I haven't been confident. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, good. it's going well. Uh, let's see if I kill you in the next round. <laughs> we'll see if it keeps knows. going well. It might not. <laughs> Who knows? Dice can say anything. You've killed Dustin, which is heartbreaking. Um, <laughs> we will be back in about 15 minutes. If you are a fan of the show and you want to support us, please do all the things Wes mentioned at the beginning, which is like and subscribe and click those buttons. Um, and for being a fan of the show, we want to say thank you to you as sort of listeners and viewers and supporters and followers and social media. So we have a partner of the show, and that partner is Dakota Irish. You can go to dakotairish.com and check out all their wonderful wares. And we have a promo code. That promo code has changed. So if you were using it before, it's now a new one. We refresh it every once in a while. Use the promo code HUXPUNKS. Uh, HUXPUNKS is the promo code for the next while. Uh, so Humber 10, you're dead to us. HUXPUNKS, uh, <laughs> long live, <laughs> as they say. Um, with that in mind, we're going to take our little bio break. We will be here in 15 minutes. I suggest you do as well. If you've been drinking along, grab yourself a drink of water. If you haven't been drinking along, uh, what's stopping you now? Like, <laughs> grab yourself. You deserve time. it. You earned it. You've earned it. Go do it. Um, right. Chat to you very short. Keelan here. There once was a show called Homebrew Quest, and you know that, and you're listening to it now. All right, enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to part two of Homebrew. We're going to dive right in. Arlington, the bugbear barbarian slash little bit of fighter, has raised his shield triumphantly in the air encouraging and ultimately bolstering Hox Punks around him in a battle for, uh, well, we haven't stopped. No one, you know, and all of you kind of look, what are we, what are we really fighting for? No time to discuss. <laughs> We're fighting, uh, fighting the Dirty Dish Boys and settling some old scores because, hey, La Vogue, Lamhog, the Hobgoblin Warlock, works for Rua. Rua is up to no good, and Hooks Punks are here to stop them. That's all that matters in a game of D and D. Oh, they we also told, right they were also trying. They said they'd turn us in or something as well, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're also saying that some of the dirty bitch boys have been captured by the city guards, but if they can bring in the troublesome group who derailed the mail system in this dwarven <laughs> underground city, then the guards would forgive literal murder. Oh, wait, hang on. <laughs> because... That was you guys. Oh, I meant. He doesn't know that. He doesn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know I was associating um, with criminals. Yeah, <laughs> criminals. And worse, menaces. Um, heroes. <laughs> some might say, you know, uh, the heroes we deserve. That's the, um, <laughs> we will dive right back in. Arlington, you had used your action to sort of channel... Uh, I've been trying... Regality, I guess? It's not really divinity. It's sort of channel regality. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I guess... I mean, okay, well, I mean, obviously I'd leave it up to you, but I kind of considered this like kind of channeling the High King's favor rather than it being something coming from Arlington himself. So that's why I'm kind of like, like, I, I think the power is coming from Iraman and then he's just kind of bestowing it briefly. That's why it's like a once a day kind of thing. Ah, nice. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Like you're kind of you're tapping works. into that. You're tapping into that High King ability to, to sort of bolster. The position is giving you a... 
Uh, like any boss in the world, you can have one meltdown a day and you should still call HR. <laughs> it's like, come on. Um, <laughs> you get to pull your weight around once a day. Yeah. Like, yeah, every, every day I get to channel Al Pacino on any given Sunday and make the speech. And then after that, it just descends into, I don't know, some like Carlito's way bullshit. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Though, although, given that we've been talking anime and given that we've been talking all this, we can, we can slightly retcon. We can turn this into a He-Man moment, like a Prince Adam to a... Uh, you know, by the power of grace, go have the power. Uh, shield up transformation. That's, yeah, I, 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 I mean, I have the power joke when we. Yeah, I mean, I mean, He Man, Tron, Star Wars, whatever your, whatever your fancy. <laughs> and goes into the air, and reality shifts around. Uh, we'll come, we'll come back to the exact uh, rippling effect of that, but ultimately, it has bolstered Hux punks. Um, you feel almost like uh, dubbed knights of the realm. Would you speak? You know, you're kind of like, ah, yeah, we are the Ardry uh, protectors of Hibernia. Anyway, enough waffle from me. Ardry, was it, it just, your turn. just to clarify, was Ardry the term for High King or Ardry are the people who served the High King? Ardry is the term for High King. Okay, grand. Just wanted to make sure before I use that wildly incorrectly. <laughs> I'm almost certain. I could be wrong here. But I'm That's what I thought as well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, we're good. We're good. We're I, good. Think, I, I can tell you, I think I mean, we is king anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I was pretty dead. sure I'd read was High King as well. Yeah, God. yeah, you've, you've crippled me with that, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I crippled myself with that. I was like, I yeah, use that back in like, uh... first year Irish lessons. Going, oh my god, psychic <laughs> like damage to Ben. Excellent, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fitting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's your turn, Arlington. Let's let's crack in. Let's 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 settle this. Crack, 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 crack of the knuckles. I'm not going to do it because it's great. Cool. Okay, straight in then. Um, Arlington kind of lowers his shield back down. He's still got that like kind of regal stance, uh, holding himself uh, completely differently before, and he's like locking eyes with uh, with Lavog. Uh, and then use my action. I'm going to use a bonus action to second wind, kind of like compose himself uh, and recover some health, which is going to be which is the D10 again. I so rarely use it. There we go. And nine plus two, so I recover eleven health. I don't have to roll for that, yay! Uh, and then, yeah, I'm gonna like looking a bit sturdier, like wounds are healing up, and then um, my ear has stopped bleeding. Um, I'm gonna stare down uh, Lavhog, and uh, in like a similar, like almost like Grud doing an impression of someone else rather than a different voice speaking. I'm gonna like kind of bellow at at at, at Lavo and be like, kneel before Arladum, Arladum, Ardrina Hibernia, your high king and your end. And then switch the voice back, and Rod's gonna say, "You dirty little bitch!" <laughs> action surge. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna use my action surge to attack him twice. Nice. Oh, sorry. No, I used my action surge already. Did I? Not this round. Not that. No, I only get it once per short rest. Oh. <laughs> Shit. Okay. But I still definitely say action surge, and then like when he goes to move, is like, is he realizes he physically can't move? He's exhausted from all of that shit. Um, yeah, you, you you say this to Lavo, and Lavo his eyes narrow, and he goes, "What do you possibly think to accomplish? Even if you beat me, you can't beat her. She's mistress of the eternal sunset, the dark druid. She's unraveling reality itself. You don't stand a chance. You're merely clowns in her court." And you get the feeling that he is sort of, there was a bitterness there of like, he's conceding a battle a little bit, 
but uh, but ultimately the war is still at hand. High king or not, I bow to only one queen, Rua. We got Rini, mini Rua over there. I'd be careful. <laughs> she, she was nice. the one that's melting your buddy's brains. You you, you saw that? <laughs> now that you mention it, she does look very familiar. Elimination. <laughs> see me you're blind <laughs> i have memory like i, remember, I wasn't always blind i don't Iggy, take his memories <laughs> make him hit himself with his own sword and cut that one with <laughs> uh, speaking of iggy is that the end of your turn Arlington? sorry yes that's the end of my turn uh iggy it is your turn Okay, I'm. I was torn there because I was like, "Oh, I'll leave that." Because obviously, to do a spell, I a concentration spell, you have to stop one to do the next one. We know that now, guys. We all know that. Now. We all learn. You can do um, non-concentration based spells, though. No, but I, I had. I want to try some. I want to try, and use suggestion on him. And I, I was going to do this before you said what you just said there, but I want to try and pretend to be Rua's voice, in his head. Hmm. And what do you say? I want I want it to be, and I I think I think that Iggy would be quite good at trying to embody it. Um, but I want to say, leave them, take your men, and go and get out of the city now. Wow. Okay. So um, I've never used what saving throw. Is that okay? Yeah, saving throw. Just had it here. Now I've lost it. Sorry. My DD Beyond is so slow because it's just my internet is so slow. Yeah, I need to I need to get used to rolling in this thing so everyone can see it. Mm. It doesn't add my rage though, and I hate very oh. simple maths. Mm. <laughs> it is a wisdom saving throw. Sorry. Sorry. Wisdom saving throw. Got it, got it, got it. Uh 19. <gasps> Do I have oh can I use um no You've got your one D4? I can't uh, default, hit that D4. Oh, no, it's saving throw. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. I, like this probably won't help, but I got, because this has the word Diablo, devil, <laughs> I got a tiny mini wine in case. <laughs> Does Rue anything connected to the devil? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wish, but you can, you can tell from your own tone of voice, like, what's going <laughs> <laughs> You didn't believe your own argument. <laughs> I like it. Well, I want to. I want to capture. You know, I'm trying to imitate the devil, and I'll drink this little red wine. <laughs> Would you consider this a mental invasion, even if it's not my turn? Oh, okay. Yeah. Now we're talking. Now we're using beers. What about, yeah, my, what about my certain what death? Hail, hail. Um, okay. Yeah. Could be a. It could be her salty kiss. You know. Yeah. All of you know that invasion was the like. It's, that's like me going. How about a raindrop? Of magic? Yeah. That's pretty good. I think we go with raindrop. Though <laughs> so invasion is interesting. If you crack that can, which open, which is more than I can say for this beer, it's very forgettable. Oh, okay, okay. I'll roll. I'll roll again. That's a good. That's a good little tip. A tip. Okay, we're looking a little bit. A little bit more like this could change the tides of fate. Fourteen. Oh, it was sixteen. Wisdom sixteen. Okay, invasion. Actually, um, MVP beer. Nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
you in that moment it's almost as if like the first suggestion kind of you, you say the words but the magic wasn't imbued in them so it was just you and when you see him kind of look at you and go hmm, you sort of then like like a someone who plays percussion in an orchestra just like smash into his brain and it takes hold as if it was rua the patron uh saying it to him and you get the feeling that that suggestion has sunk in it might be the dire situation of the dirty bitch boys it might be that your resemblance to rua although we can't see you so maybe that was part of the confusion because now he's he can now he can see light and everything right because that spells over yes yeah, yeah. so well, um, which he probably thinks is rua helping him yeah that's true Mm, that's true boys dirty bitch boys to me <laughs> and he looks around <laughs> to me my bitch boys <laughs> to me get back here this fight will gather on a different day and he puts a hand out to you and he's like I'm still a man of honour will your troop let my men leave uh uh, Wait, I'm now thinking, was this a terrible idea? Because, like, if we won, were they going to help us in some way? <laughs> or were we... No. That was in your original battle. That was in the duel. That's all right, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Um, I think Arlington does, like, a fake kind of, like, <clears throat> and then uh, just lowers his axe and then, like, extends a hand. He's like... But he does, like, a real, like, brother, like, clasping the forearm handshake. And he, like, squeezes fairly hard. He's like, you don't fuck with us no more and you don't report us in anybody. Deal? Yes. Deal. <laughs> <laughs> hey, pull him out of the way. <laughs> Tell your mother I'll save your life. <laughs> um, like, still Deal. holding on to his forearm. Uh, I look him in the eyes and be like, no, you gotta tell me the truth then. This when shit hits the fan, you're gonna be on the side of that of that uh arch fay. Are you gonna protect where you live? Arlington, let me put this very clearly. There is no protecting. She's unraveling the very fabric of reality and building it in her image. When shit hits the fan, it's gonna be a hell of a lot more painful than today was. And how, how does helping her protect you? Helping her puts me in her favors, knowing where is safe to be and where is not safe to be, and puts me in a very high position in her new court of order. I'm going to let go of his arm. So you're a coward. Uh, <laughs> you see him, like his eyes go down and he backs away as the dirty bitch boys go to him. Uh, Gordon's goes over to Dustin and swoops him up. <laughs> sweeps him up? <laughs> Swo- swoops and just kind of picks him up. Like, and they leave. They essentially just walk away. Uh, out the gates and away. Was that a really boring way for that encounter to end? Did, was murdering them way better? It <laughs> <laughs> well, would have been more definitive, but now we know there's, you know, Guys that are scared enough of us to run away, and we know they're we, you know, they're scared enough of Rua to run away. Yeah, we got information out of it, and we they still mm-hmm. exist. I I don't think it's a bad way to end it. 
that's uh, you are. I dubbed the not murder hobos. Uh, you successfully managed to peacefully end a conflict of which, um, like, they were looking rough, but not so rough that, like, Iggy, to give you a, a little bit of confidence from the, the other side of the screen, uh, Dustin McKenku is dead. Like, that's a sacrifice on their hand. Like, one of you could be, you, you as a party could be in that same position right now. So, like, peacefully ending it is is good. Yeah, it seemed like he was really attacking a lot uh, in a scary way. So, yeah, I just, you know, you know, I just don't have that bloodthirsty satisfaction of, you know, getting, of us just murdering and standing over the bodies of our foes. Anyway, go on. Yeah, I mean, no, normally I'd agree with you, but let's, uh, let's revisit this when we try and kill your mom, because it's kind of, he was kind of like my, my bandit dad. So it's a bit, you know, I'm kind of going through a lot. <laughs> Uh, that da- da- daddy issues. I know that. <laughs> I got two of them. Pretty pretty progressive family. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. I I've only got the one, but you know I don't really know who he is, so it's like half a daddy. <laughs> what group have I joined? <laughs> like two oh, friends. A lot of people with parents issues. <laughs> that's that's the the common thread. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a pork do, do I have to write that into my character too now? <laughs> oh, well, can I try and take back from Randir if he has it there? Um, that sheet of paper that I gave him to see if he ticked yes or no on friendship. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. oh. he didn't Huck. use the inspiration book. Huck's very interested in that. He's yeah. seen this book before. He wants to get You're giving him like a follow-up email to see if you can fill out the questionnaire. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. It's, it, it circles both of them and then it has like a review like for for dying life <laughs> needs improvement. Uh, yeah, like in a question mark. Yeah, turns like an order form. Hucks, Punks, and Randir. Before the dust uh, fully settles in this moment of kind of slight respite, you do hear the clambering and clanking of mine carts, sort of rocketing from the middle of the city towards you, and attached to them, the echoing of sirens. Hmm. Um, so there is there is. You get the impression that something is on its way to you. Uh, should, should we maybe head back to the, that lovely, your dad's house? Uh, yeah, let's go back to good dad's house. It's the popo. We got to get out of here. <laughs> Excellent. Randy, come on. It's great. <laughs> Just your turn, Randy. What is going oh, on? <laughs> what, uh, like, I guess he follows because he just, he just got attacked by a whole bunch of people and he's just like, well, these guys are fine. Well, well, buy a beer from you. It's my, 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 my dad likes beer. You could get some investment from him. He's the man you want to meet. Definitely, Connected in town. Definitely joined it now. You had quite the rager the other night. I'm sure there's lots of need for beer there. Mm. Yeah, I am, I am now on this train. I, I love <laughs> Randy as a nickname, though. It's so good. <laughs> Hi, I'm Randy, and I brew beer. Can I tell you about my wholesome values? <laughs> in this, in this extreme, like... Fantastical high fantasy realm. One hero stands alone. Randy. <laughs> Randy's a dad. He's got a mustache and he likes mowing the lawn on Saturdays. But boy, yeah. does he know how to brew beer. Yeah, we're all worried about our issues with our mums and our dads. And Randy is definitely someone's stepdad. Like... <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh God, you are our stepdad. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. I am now going to be all everyone's stepdad. <laughs> 
who buys us beer. Yeah, who buys you beer and is the cool dad who helps you out. I would rather you drink in my house than drink in some field, son. <laughs> Randy's so cool, he can hold like five magic items at once. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. As you make your way. As you make your way through the, the city. Um, make your way back to Tyg. Do you make your way back to the apartment? Uh, Tyg is there. So as as you walk in, how did you get on in the, the clockwork tangerine? All of you, you, you look like you look like worse for wear. Come in, come in, come in, come in, come in. Um, and he he starts kind of putting on a, a little cauldron of hot water and picking out some leaves from a cupboard he has because it's like a sweet little bed apartment he lives in, I guess. And he has all his tea leaves up there. I don't know. Uh, sorry, I didn't have time to uh, prepare the place as I would uh, in the wilderness where there are no cupboards. <laughs> There's dirt everywhere. Yeah, you could just pick leaves from anything. Uh, and he starts brewing some tea and he put, he puts the kettle on and he goes, sit down, sit down, tell me everything that happened. Um, so, I mean, hi, um, stuff's happened. We've, you, did I, uh, did I ever tell him about Love Oak? Uh, yeah, he, well, here's, yeah, he would know about Love Oak. Well, actually, that's a good point. Yeah, I think I he'd know about him. I think he like yeah. when I first met, like he he he'd know about him. So yeah, like yeah, we we got a we got cornered by Lavo and his buddies, but we 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 roughed him up and we escaped. Um, we got some some info uh about we wait we told him about Rue and stuff, didn't we? We told him about Rue's plan. Well, interesting enough, I have a note in my like in my little thing here that just says, "Remind me as the DM." Has Tyg been filled in on the general state of the no. I, I think we definitely would have told him because he's a he's a he's a smart fella that knows shit. So I think we would have asked him stuff about the roads or something. Pretty sure we talked to him about Rua and possibly the roads. Yeah, it's definitely. I'll tell you what, I'd say we talked about it during the session. So Ben, it's up to you as to whether or not he remembers. One of, or one of us could use our flashback that you gave us to say like I told him. This is on me as a DM. Don't worry about that. You keep your flashbacks uh, in your pockets. Uh, that's not. But it's. Yeah, I think you did. I have a feeling you did. I think we would have told him, like, yeah. I think I think it was actually when we left the cling a cliffhanger. Possibly like we the one where we met him started up in the bar, you know. And I had been talking to him for a while. Yeah. Oh yeah, you've been you've been burning the air off him. Yeah, you definitely told him. (laughs) Doing a lot of these are all the exciting things I've been doing. He's an old friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm pretty sure we brought it up, but you know, it would be hilarious if we didn't. However, uh, Randir doesn't know. I was about to go, I have a question, and it's not the question you think. What the hell is going on? What was the voice thing that suddenly talked to me in the middle of trying to help? I don't know if I can help you with the voice thing. That's that's on you, but... Uh... Oh, uh, so, sometimes I switch voices. Is that what it was? Because it's okay. It's it complete... sounded like a, like a woman like talking to my head. Oh. I oh. was trying to cast a spell. Yeah, it said that I was. Oh, I was fun, or I'm a fun one, which was a bit of I, an odd. That's that's uh that's uh, that, that might be she's... that might be M- Mrs. Iggy Senior. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's more or less our nemesis. Okay, well, so my nemesis, I kind of maybe have to like uh, not do anything to like. I, I, she's she's just hanging around, but she can't actually nemesis with Rua because she's her mother. So 
I mean, Rue is Iggy's mother, not the other way around, but you never know. Uh, Can I whip out the map and show? <laughs> We're pretty confident Iggy's not her mom. Well, look. Oh, Some uh, sort of John Connor situation. Yeah. <laughs> Where Iggy goes back in time and becomes her own mother. Uh, uh, yeah, you can whip out the map and and well, for for Bravery Randier. Um, Paul, thankfully, Paul, you've been here the entire time. Yeah, yeah. You no, just no, haven't no. been on street, was, presumably taking notes, like as much <laughs> as as everybody else. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone who watches this takes notes, right? They should do. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything specific you wouldn't say to Randy? And I, I appreciate this puts you in a difficult position, Paul, as, as sort of a, a metagame situation. But there's, like, yeah, is there anything that you might not bring up? I don't think up? we'd mention Rian for fear that he thinks we just lose friends and don't know where okay. they are. Yeah. <laughs> Hawk would definitely mention Rian. And, okay. And, and everything. <laughs> That's fair. He wouldn't want to show off how many friends he has. Yeah. 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 <laughs> At least Huck, seven. Huck's <laughs> an open book. He'd have told. He'd have told him everything, provided he was interested in asking. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't think I provided anything from Randy. <laughs> like he's. Yeah. I guess he would be kind of interesting because, like, he has like followed you, like followed the the stories of you guys. So he'd probably be interested. Um. Though, if you show him the map, he's gonna probably be able to fill you in on some stuff. Ooh, well, I, I believe I whipped it out. He, he, <laughs> didn't, he did investigate the road on his trip, so... Yeah, he did. I can tell you that it's it's cold iron. Yes, we, we read that, that, that that is bad for Faye or good for Faye. Or yeah, it's, it's a specifically the, the pure... Like, it's an unrefined uh, uh, iron, which is like... Or cold iron is like... Yeah, it's quite it's quite bad for for Faye and stuff like that. Um, oh yeah, it's it's fierce bad. Does it does it limit their powers or do they is it like silver for werewolves that kind of thing? Uh, like as far as Randy would know, like uh yeah, if if you could forge a weapon out of it, it would be really bad. The road is it, it looks like this is a Faye symbol and the Faye that we know told the clockwork guards to, to make these roads in this way. Why would they be doing that if it's harmful to them? Randy. I've just now gotten the wordplay between clockwork tangerine and clockwork orange. It's taking me an entire campaign. Yeah, and that's not even our wordplay. That's the beer's word. Mm. Yeah, I that's did not click up. clockwork orange, clockwork tangerine. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. That's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> Beer names are beer names. They start losing meaning when you're using them. In, exactly. Like, we really I was like, those are fun words. Like, yeah, we've applied it to a different thing in this world. Um, the well, That was like me with Lav Oak and Lamhog. <laughs> like, thankfully, Orin was on the stream, who was an incredible grasp of Irish, and was just like, no, this is a thing, you idiot. Randert, <laughs> like, um, in answer to Iggy's question, you would know this. I think we discussed it. We uh, but if you need details, like yeah, we discussed it a little bit. I would probably need a pressure on that part. Yeah, so cold iron, um, you would know cold iron is uh, damaging or hard to touch for the Fae. And essentially the principle that's being put in play here is um, like a sword or shield would do sort of searing damage or, or like they'd be vulnerable to it. But the idea of a road carved in a sort of runic symbol um, would almost... You would you would put a fey in cold iron manacles to bind them, uh, and so the the ex you know 
Uh, from the mind that brought you Sky Tigers, bigger cat, bigger fall, uh, is a bigger binding, bigger area of effect, essentially. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I thought it might work as an anchor, you know, for the, mm -hmm. the way or for the wild. It's, it's binding the Fey Wild on top of the material plane. So it's Fey Kryptonite. But mm. run by the Fey. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so essentially it anchors because because essentially the Feywilds doesn't want to be on top of the two planes by anchoring it with something that it hates it essentially can't get away when, it, when they it's, eventually complete the ritual. Ben's, Ben's analogy was, was pretty good. It's, it's taking the entire Feywild and putting it in shackles. And that's what the Fey want to do? It, because it can't then escape. What, what oh, ruined. the world collided, so she'll get back to the she wants to go back to the Feywild. So he's bringing the Feywild to the normal world. Mm, okay, interesting. Yeah, to, to recap that, um, you know that she was banished from the Feywild, uh, never to return. Uh, and, and usually Fey bindings or words or contracts are, are impossible to break. So she is essentially not returning. She's just bringing it to her. Crafty. Mm -hmm. It took her thousands of years, in fairness to her. Yeah, so she's not that crafty. Really? Mm. I was going to yeah. say, I learned that I could actually technically rue a broker contract when I wasn't allowed to cast spells on Arlington. I'm not his friend. No, she let you, did she not? No, oh, but she, yeah, cast, yeah. she cast on him. She cast on him, yeah, but also she's, she's not his friend. As she is. Certainly, yeah. not, by her, certainly not by her. But also, Holy friends. point of clarification, the agreement was between Lavog and Arlington, know, not Rua. So you, 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 she, she, she was fine. She's not. She's not it's, friends with Love Oak. They're co-workers. DM tip: uh, If you're playing an archfey or anyone from the Fey who have to tell the truth and have to live by certain rules, don't drink. Is my, <laughs> my tip because it's fucking impossible yeah. to keep track of your lies. In fairness, I feel like we're picking apart specifically what this what this bad guy says much more than we would if they were just like an evil wizard. It's like specifically, yeah. you said a specific word there. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's what happens when you have to tell yeah truth enough. Yeah. Um, I mean, no, uh, I think it's the right way to go about it. I think it'll work out in the end. Yeah, I guess Randir's been filled in. Is there mm. a way, Randir, that you can think of of destroying these roads? Uh, yes. What would I just like? let the county council do it themselves? Yeah, I thought Dustin was dead. <laughs> he's, um, he's been alive. I don't. I don't know. I guess I'd have to probably do an investigation check or something, like to kind of, I guess, figure that out. Figure yeah, you would need, need more information on the actual roads itself, or um, you're, yeah, we would take a roll beside us. Okay. So we, yeah, we'd have to go to one of the roads, and then I'd have to research this and see what happens. You know. So. Get me to a so, road and we can figure this out. <laughs> Potentially we might be, because, I mean, we have a whole plan to fight her and everything, but, I mean, if we could just melt the roads away, uh, that, that'd that be simpler. Also, does anyone have an idea? Should we were given a time, like a month. I... Um, what, is there any way, what, how do you think we can figure out, like, where we are on that whole scale? I will, it's been a few days. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was. It, I'll admit it was tough because uh, there was no changing day and night uh, for the first part of the month. But I read uh, that 
more me saying it to you as a player because Iggy <laughs> saying that to you guys would just seem like completely out of it. Like I'm not very I'm not very good at puzzles or riddles, but I literally have set one in front of you guys players. If anyone has kept track, uh, good. If I have, but I'm not telling you. Well, okay, so it's let's see, ten hours every day times that's it's been it hasn't been a month. It's like a week. Also, I, I settled on around a week. It was fairly instantaneous travel over here. I have no idea. I haven't been around. <laughs> <laughs> you could be just like, she gave us three months, and I'll be just like, cool. It starts from now, right? Because. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rondier, uh, make an intelligence check. Just straight, straight intelligence. So my brain went for a walk. Uh, hmm? um, I got an ace. Yeah, it's hard to know how to you help. You feel like you're at a Mensa meeting. <laughs> <laughs> so impressed. All hugs. These guys is clever. <laughs> oh, Mensa meets table. Oh, wait, hang on. Oh, is this a straight up intelligence? I don't get like... I don't get my... So, because I would have gotten a 12. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that changes things ever so slightly. Um, Mensa means you table. Don't... <laughs> no, I'm just saying that, that you know, if Mensa means table was the first jump, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mensa means that's, table Latin. That's that's the, that's what it, that's what it means. Um, you you realize that they're having a problem keeping time. And while you, uh, <laughs> cool what it does. Um, I think visibly counting with his fingers as well. <laughs> um, okay. But you have met you've met one person in your time traveling who could possibly make a mechanism. So be goat. Yeah, you think go, goat? Go, like although go, it might go. be able to help, it might be able to help know how much time has passed previous. You think goat might be able to help from from like here onwards? Yeah, I get. Well, there's there's like I guess yeah, guys. So like, if you're having a problem with kind of time and stuff like that, I'm sure that my artificial friend goat could probably like raise a time piece for you. So oh, goat. A name will I be feel ridiculous. Like we've, I feel like I'm in a disciplinary disciplinary meeting in work where I've been <laughs> late too many times and now I'm being sent out on timekeeping training. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like, yeah, if we're just aware of it from now going forward, we can just watch when the sun goes down. I mean, I'm I'm okay with, I mean, Goat's the little, little kobold weirdo that has a load of gadgets, right? He's probably pretty, pretty, pretty good dude to hang out with right now. He He's always got fun stuff. I wouldn't I, mind seeing that little guy. I, but we did have a whole plan of operation for the month with people that we were meeting up with to yeah. sidetrack, to sidetrack to go. That uh, doesn't sound familiar to, get, to me at all. Goat is to here. Get, uh, what? Well, there you go. Oh, he's in well. town. Oh, well, that makes it a lot easier then. Right. I have no problem seeing him go. Yeah, we don't need to go anywhere. Well, I guess since you guys broke some laws here, it might be really difficult for you guys to get around. We didn't break any laws. Uh, well, um, actually, you do break. Like, there's one. There's only one law in Sleep Demons. Don't fuck with the mail. <laughs> there's literally, and it's on the rocks. Oh, none of you speak Dwarven, do you? No, not a word. You know that, Daddy. <laughs> I am, you know, I think it broke itself. I think we were just on it at the time. <laughs> Wait, did we put 
Did we break more? Mm. Did you did you fuck with the mail? No. Uh, we didn't we did nothing of the source. Mail was fucked with in our vicinity. We were never We met up with a guy and he was he was like, Oh, how are you on that thing? Well that's grand. Go on your way then. So clearly it wasn't a problem. I'm not like I'm not your lawyer or anything like that. You could just like you could you could tell me I'm not gonna I'm it's fairly right. sure that I'm now associated with you, so you could tell me the truth. We might have blown up a mailbox. The van outside that you've been wired up to, Randir, and you hear in your earpiece, go, 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 go. You didn't know that, didn't know that yeah. Keggy was actually a complicated recording device. Nice cat sits us. Um, it's like three gnomes in a train of van. <laughs> <laughs> we got everything we need. Go, go, go. I mean, did we actually destroy a, a, a minecart? Yeah. yeah, it was blown up as like a distraction or something, wasn't it? We weren't necessarily. They don't know that we did that. Did we blow it up as a distraction? I remember I'm sure they also are faces. We had to hide from this. I remember us arriving and getting into a minecart and then using the mine, uh, the cart. I'll, I'll clear this up for you, Keelan and Hook. Outside of the Clockwork Tangerine, when you were fighting to get in with the city guard who came over to you and you started a fight, you purposely derailed and exploded a minecart track. Ah, yes, the episode Dude. that I spent a lot of the time in Arlington's jacket. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you actually. That's don't... why I have no oh, memory. <laughs> that makes sense. I forgot about that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> of course. I was in the forest and, was t- and I'm totally innocent in that. I was th- hoping that we were going for a tourist ruse. <laughs> I don't yeah. think it was you. I think it was Ted. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, this is what happens when we bring a pixie. Like, when the pixie and the barbarian are in charge of planning, chaos happens. Yeah. Well, Arlington and, and, and friends. Uh, well, I know Hook and Iggy, and, and well, I'm Tyke. Uh, you must be. Um, are you a local from here? I, and no, I'm not. I'm, uh, which goes, I'm not from here. I'm a traveling brewmaster. Uh, would you like to buy some beer? It's um, awful. Like, not enthusiastically <laughs> a tiger. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, yes, yes. I, I would love some. Uh, and and tiger sidebars you Arlington goes. Have you ever seen one of those advertisements where the son decides it's time for him to pay for the father as a sort of growing up situation? Um, Any chance you could cover me for this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I got you, Papa. It, it's all right. I, I I will buy all your beer. <laughs> <laughs> How much is all your beer? And it is faints. <laughs> faints because this is the one day he, he's only he already gave us like the five mugs of beer. He <laughs> he's got no beer on him. Yeah, that's true. Well, I actually have <laughs> uh, still. I have um, which goes. I believe I have the beer that I brewed, the peach beer that I brewed in. K- yeah, I think you do have that. Find in my little note. Yeah, so you um, you you've made a sale. <laughs> I reckon Tig's a bit fond of the drink and is more than happy to let Arlington pay for a lot of drink here. We've really enabled here by bringing Randy over. Hmm. I completely forgot he's an alcoholic. This is we should not have brought Randy here. His, his telltale, like his telltale, kind of ruddy red rosacea nose and barfly general uh, appearance, yeah. and, and and which is hidden in his wizard-like beard. Uh, thankfully enough, um, he does turn to you and goes, "Well, Randy, um, I should mention actually." Only because I was having a wonder about. And you know the city well. Well, if you don't know the city well, well, there is a 
there is actually a, an empty building. It was like a former brewery, it's sort of a, a vacant lot. And I thought to myself, would that be a good place to brew some tea? But I wouldn't have the investment or anything, but maybe it's a good place to grow some hops. And I said to myself, the next time I meet someone who'd be into looking for a good Did place, you, say, you know what, Rander, the world is ending. It sounds like you've got at most a month, at, at minimum, who knows, days. But when it is fixed and sorted, and I've no doubt that my, my son here would do that and you guys would be able to do it. Um, well, I could stay in the city and just kind of investigate that property for you if you wanted to. It's just down to, like near the river where the waterfall hits. So you're getting a fresh source of water there every day. And like he's writing a contract already out like he's like and it's pretty much just like yeah it's just going so, oh my god just, just sign it sign it like and it just it just reads like you know that he'll be a future employee of um which goes uh which goes um the uh cave-in brewing company yeah, uh, Ty, Ty, Ty takes this piece of paper and goes, well, I'm, I'm, crumples it up and goes, well, I'm more for a gentleman's agreement and just spits in his hand. Against one <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, you could trust me just to cover, like, look after your affairs while you're gone, saving the world. It's the least I could do. You should probably check the benefits on that. Thank you, Mike. And it's his free beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an well, awful person. Well, I guess I could be swayed to your persuasion, so to speak. Oh, um, oh, Papa, Papa Ty, I can't, I can't help you fund this, by the way. I don't have the coin to help you fund another startup. <laughs> Arlington, the last one was so good, though, you see. It was only a bad place, bad time. I feel like... No, no fa fantasy pants was not a good investment, okay? Everyone... Who does need a pair of a fancy fantasy pants? You see, Arlington, when you're travelling around, admittedly, there were no adventurers at the time, but but it, I, I've checked the figures. Everyone wears generic D&D &D clothing. No one needs to buy fantasy pants. <laughs> Arlington, you don't understand. The way it works is that I would buy fantasy pants and then I would sign people up underneath me. And if they bought my, <laughs> oh my I was guaranteed no. to be. Look, I don't need you signed up to another another circle scheme or, or trying. You know I can't do shapes, Papa. But a temple. A temple. A temple scheme. That's it. Thank it you, Randy. Stop trying to take advantage of my Papa. <laughs> Um, well, before we get into uh, uh, that business, and to, to be honest, I'd be more happy to talk about that later, to be honest with you. Uh, well, it seems to me like uh, you need a little bit of headspace and a little bit of time. And, well, my boy, um, I have to ask you, what's, like, honestly, what's the plan? And there is where we will end today's episode. As, as we get to camera and just... <laughs> what the fuck's going on? Um, as you're all huddled around in Tyke's uh, studio Airbnb apartment in Sleepjet, <laughs> the door of an underground city, uh, which he's rented out. Part of the problem. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he really is. Uh, no, here it's fine. It's not a gig economy. It's <laughs> play in the world you want to live in. That's what I say as a DM. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. yeah. He, he paid a couple of copper for it, and he, they're happy to let it out. There's no housing problem in Hibernia, given by the fact that there's plenty of land to build houses on. Do you want to live in a world that's going to end in a month? Yeah. yeah. Not ideally. Property present. Uh, I take it. <laughs> <laughs> 
over this? Sure. <laughs> we will be back in about two weeks' time, give or take, almost exactly. <laughs> if you've enjoyed the show, if you thought this was a lot of fun and I like what these nerds are getting up to, you can buy us a coffee. You can go to coffee.com forward slash home request. However, I should point out, we don't actually take any of the money. Uh, we donate that to a cause, an organization we truly believe in, which is Maasai, the movement of asylum seekers in Ireland. We actually just today, just also to let you guys know, I don't know if you saw, we we hit, we have a 50 euro goal. So every time we get 50 euro, we just send it in bulk to Maasai. And we hit it today. So another uh, lot of donations went towards their way. And that is because of you, the wonderful viewers uh, who have helped us in this. So I cannot express my thanks enough um they honestly do heroic work we're just fucking around on the internet so we, we can take no credit that was all on you and and ultimately the work they're doing is all on them um so with that in mind uh, look after yourselves be sound good night and joy be with you all thanks for listening to homebrew if you enjoyed this episode be sound and rate us on itunes or the android store or follow on spotify or just click all the buttons wherever you're hearing this it really helps us out that's it thanks again we'll see you in the next episode